Hello, everybody. Welcome to the MTG Place podcast, your place for all things magic. I'm Corey, and with me, like always, is James. How's it going, James? I'm doing good. How are y'all doing tonight? Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, yeah. Weekend was good. Um, Nice, relaxing one for me. Didn't really do a whole lot, so... Well, I mean, well, I cleaned the house. (laughs) It was one of those weekends, you know. All right, so uh, like always, this show is brought to you by a couple sponsors. First one is TCG Player. Uh, We're going to talk about the set review for All Is One, Frixia All Is One today. So if you want to pick up any of these cards, you can click the link in the show notes or on our website, mtgplace.net, and let them know we sent you over there, and it helps us out. Uh, Second way you can support us is directly on Patreon. patreon.com slash the mtg place you can also just find that link in our show notes and on mtgplace.net as well and that goes directly to us to support our content we appreciate everyone who does so hell yes all support is amazing um it helps us uh you know do stuff like this because again uh these are a little more uh time consuming and uh yeah <laughs> so any support is great so we can do stuff like this uh so yeah new set huh yeah so it comes out uh let's look, next week is the pre-release i think so uh, comes out yes. pretty soon. uh we're going to talk about all of the rares and mythics today in wooberg order yep that are uh, not reprints if there are any in this one i'm not sure if there are not but I did include the couple reprints there is. Okay. In the set. So we will be talking about those. Um, if you want to find out the commander review, that was our previous episode, so go check that out. Yep. Um, so, James, you want to start us off with white? I would love to. And uh, our first card is a pretty big one. So, um, yeah, we have a new Praetor, ladies and gentlemen. It is herself, Elish Norn, Mother of Machines. Uh, it is four and a white for a four seven legendary Praetor Phyrexian, or Phyrexian Praetor creature with vigilance. If a permanent entering the battlefield causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control a trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. Permanents entering the battlefield don't cause abilities of permanents your opponents control to trigger. So uh, ETB matters is hella insane for, with this. Yeah, it doubles your ETBs. It doesn't. It, it actually doubles more than just your ETB because if your ETB triggers another permit that says when something enters, that'll trigger twice because it's something yeah. entering causing it to trigger. And then it, it torpor orbs your opponent's stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, which is great. <laughs> um, if you, this if you card is nuts. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen how nuts this card is, the, um, they actually played this on game nights. They all did a Praetor. And uh, he played this like before, right when this card was spoiled. So before, you know, since not even yet. But it yeah. shows how busted this card is. Uh, people are already talking about that they should ban it, but I'm like, I don't think it's that good. It's, it's not good. that good. But, but like, yeah. you could, I mean, obviously, you could just remove it. Like, it takes five mana to cast it still. So yeah, it's uh, this is definitely like if you thought the original Elishnorn was good, like this is another level. <laughs> <laughs> Like the other one, like dealt with creatures, which is important, obviously, in Magic. But 
triggers is you can do so many crazy things with triggers like there there's so much potential with this card it's insane i mean just having like sun titan trigger twice yeah and it's already a crazy like trigger to begin with it's like you get two things back from the graveyard like like, flicker wisp you can blink two things yeah blink two things like yeah there's so much potential with this drawing cards like there's so many things that you know like like elvish visionary like making you draw cards like there's so much stuff that's really useful that this can you know uh, get this can be the vehicle for that like so many decks can build around this like not just something like brago like which is like the obvious one but there's many other ones that can also benefit from this too yeah, this card is bonkers. Uh, you will be seeing it a lot. Probably yeah, the card. You will see this, especially in Commander. <laughs> All right, so going on to the next card here, we got Kemba, Ka Enduring. It's 1 and a white for a 2 2 legendary creature cat cleric. With whenever Kemba or another cat enters the battlefield of your control, attach up to one target equipment you control to that creature. Um, Equipped creatures you control get plus one plus one, and it has pay three white white create a two two white cat creature token. Okay, so you basically have almost like a, a Stoneforge kind of effect in a way. Plus, your equipped creatures get buffed. Plus, it makes tokens. Yeah, so I can see you playing this in like if you have the cat deck, you're probably playing this. Anyway. Yeah, tribal, obviously. Um, it's a really equip- good cat. If you're playing an equipment deck, you're playing this. Um, if you have a deck that meshes the two, that's really you're good. definitely playing this. <laughs> I think if you play this as a commander, you're probably going the equipment route, and you just have the ability yeah. to make tokens to throw the equipments on. Yeah, yeah. yeah like you're, you're definitely playing Stoneforge, and then you're playing, like, the swords and, like, Batterskull and Jit and, you know, all the good equipments, obviously. Um, yeah. It's very cheap, too. It's only two to play. Like, that's awesome. It's basically, a, you know, that, that's a Stoneforge cost, too. Yeah, two for a two. So, yeah. It's a good card. Definitely. I feel like this, this can be played in a lot of stuff as well. Uh, next up, we have Might Overseer. Uh, it is three and a white for a 4-2 Phyrexian Soldier Creature with First Strike. Um, it also has, as long as it's your turn, creature tokens you control get plus one, plus O, oh, and have First Strike. And then it has three, uh, pay three Phyrex- and a Phyrexian White. Create a 1-1 one, one colorless Phyrexian Might artifact creature token with Toxic 1, and this creature can't block. Yeah, so Toxic 1, for people that don't remember, it's if it hits them, they get a poison counter. Yeah, um, but it doesn't do the wither damage. Right, yeah, it's just if they get hit by it doesn't have damage, you get in a fact, yeah. Um, so this is good in a token stack. I mean, I mean, honestly, you're probably playing this, like you probably put this in your deck, it's just giving all of your yeah. tokens plus one plus solid first strike is good. Yeah, anything that can do first strike or something like that is always awesome, or any kind of buffs. And very, the ability to just, to just pay three and two life, make a 1-1. One, one. I can't block, yeah. but you're going to swing with it. So it's going to be a 2-1 first striker. In a deck like Cost. that, in a deck like that, you're not really going to care that it can't block. So Right. <laughs> you're, you're, you're okay with that. It's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. 
Uh, next up, we got Mondrak, Glory Dominus. It's two white white for a 4-4 legendary creature, Phyrexian Horror. If one or more tokens would be created under your control, create twice that many of those tokens instead. And it has pay one white, Phyrexian white white, sacrifice two other artifacts and or creatures, put an indestructible counter on Mondrak. Okay, so, so it gives itself indestructible. Yeah, this is doubling season that you can pay one in four life to and sack two tokens that you made to make it an indestructible doubling season. Yeah, that seems good. Except for it's only, I guess it's more like parallel lives because it's only the tokens. Yeah, it's not, only tokens. It's not, not tokens. it's not counters. Yeah, but that's still very good. Uh, it's less than doubling season. It isn't a creature though, so that can have downsides. But you can make it indestructible. So right, so hard to deal with. Exile it anyway. Yeah. So in a way, you're if you do pay the extra one, it is the same cost as doubling season plus with the four life you have to lose if you don't pay the two. Uh, yeah, very interesting card here. I I, I like this. I like. I this feel card. most decks though that you're gonna play this and it's gonna be you know the mono white tokens or the green white tokens for sure. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I feel like a lot of the time you're gonna play this out, and you're just not gonna activate. You're just gonna leave one mana open and only activate that bottom effect if they try to kill it. Yeah, yeah. You only do it if they if they try to if they try to target. And it. then once sure. they do, it's indestructible forever. It's indestructible yeah, it's not just in a turn. Like, it's not like, like that. you have yeah. to keep doing it. So exactly. Yeah. No, that's good. That's a good card. Very very good. It's a four force. It's out of bolt range. Yep. Also, also good. Can't bolt it. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Norn's Wellspring. It is one and a white for an artifact. Whenever a creature you control dies, scry one and put an oil counter on Norn's Wellspring. Uh, then it has pay uh, colorless and tap it. Remove two oil counters from Norn's Wellspring. You can draw a card. So this is okay. Uh, white card draw. Um, I'm thinking you're probably going to put this in some sort of like aristocraty type deck. Yep. Something that sacrifices or, or actually is dies the same thing as sacrifice. I, I think that might yeah, be yeah. Anytime it goes to the graveyard, as long as okay, yeah. So that that counts. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that's good for this. Also, um, it's it can also be good in a token deck because it kind of gives you fuel if they deal with your creatures. Um, you can just kind of keep drawing because that's yeah. a big part of a deck like that is if you run out of cards, you run out of steam. So it kind of yeah, keeps it going. The only downside of this card is it's pay one tap or draw, remove two to draw one card. I wish it was yeah. just remove two counters, draw a card. Because yeah, you already got to get rid of two things just to do that. But I guess yeah. you are scrying one whenever something dies anyway. Yeah. So, it's I mean, still helping white, you in a white way. Is trying to get more card draw, so this is a decent yeah. way to draw cards in white. It definitely helps a lot, and this can definitely be a good like you know engine based around creatures. So and that's that's what a deck like that wants. Uh, next up, we got Phyrexian Vindicator. It is white, 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 white. So four whites for a five-five Phyrexian Horn with flying. If damage would be dealt to Phyrexian Vindicator, prevent that damage. When damage is prevented this way, Phyrexian Vindicator deals that much damage to any other target. So they had, to go ahead, they had to go ahead and make the counterpart to the Phyrexian Obliterator and make yep. the white one, the Vindicator. Uh, 
<laughs> so if you deal damage to it, it's going to be hitting damage somewhere else. So you got to just destroy it. You can't deal damage. Yeah, this just needs to be just killed somehow. Yeah, fun. Love that. <laughs> I don't know how often you'll play it outside of Mono White because four whites is Yeah, a that's lot. a lot of pips. Good luck. Good luck playing this and even a dual colored deck. That's going to be painful. But Mono White, oh yeah. Yep. Very good. It's it's four for a five five. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh next up we got Skrelv Defector Might. Uh it is one white for a one one legendary artifact Phyrexian Might creature. It has toxic one. And then Skrelv Defector Might can't block. And then it also has pay a Phyrexian White and tap it, choose a color. Another target creature you control against Toxic 1 and Hexproof from that color until end of turn. It can't be blocked by creatures of that color this turn. So that's interesting. Yeah, this is like the Frixian Mites that you're creating as tokens, except for it has an activated ability. Yeah, it's almost uh, like a mom ability, like in a way. It's almost like Yeah, mommy. so it's, I think it's like the, the leader of the Mites. So if you make all the yeah. Frixian Mites... I don't know how many might cards are in this set, so like you, I don't know we'll if the first <laughs> might deck is going to be a real deck, but uh, yeah, maybe maybe down the road. It's definitely interesting. I mean, it's a, it's, it's yeah. a cheap commander if you wanted to play mono white, and you could just yep. try and get people in. Unblockable. Yep. Very very. That's good. Very cheap. Very and it has a lot of you know stuff that it does. So that that's pretty cool. Uh, next up, we got Skrell's Hive. Uh, so it's that guy's hive. Uh, for one and a white, it's an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, you lose one life and create a 1-1 one, one colorless Phyrexian Might artifact creature token with Toxic 1, and this creature can't block. As long as it are corrupted, as long as the opponent has three or more poison counters, creatures you control with Toxic have lifelink. Okay, so this Ooh. is um, Bitter Blossom, but for white. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Just they just don't have flying. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only difference, really. And they can't block. <laughs> and they can't block. Yeah. But again, I don't with a deck like this. I don't think you care because right. <laughs> the whole point so is, is to pretty just good smack them. Yeah, this is this is not bad at all. I mean, if you want to build the poison deck, you can play that and play this, and you're starting to yeah. get there. Yeah, you're, you're getting there pretty fast. And there's there, there's plenty of other stuff that they've been releasing that'll definitely back this up too. So, oh yeah. Um, that's not expensive and quite powerful. So good stuff there. Um, next up, we got a planeswalker here. We have the eternal wanderer. It is four white, white for a legendary planeswalker. Uh, it comes into play with five, uh, loyalty counters. It has a constant of no more than one creature can attack the eternal wanderer each combat. And then it's plus one is exile up to one target artifact or creature. Return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control at the beginning of that player's next end step. And then it has a zero of create a 2-2 white samurai creature token with double strike. That's actually pretty sick. Uh, and then it has uh, minus four for its alt uh, for each player. Choose a creature that player controls. Each player sacrifices all creatures they control, not chosen this way. Yeah, so for six mana, you can just immediately 
board wipe. Just board wipe. Um, That's not bad. I like the zero make a two two, and the plus one is a flicker. It's a yeah. good card. I just don't know if it's worth six mana or not. It's definitely gonna stick around because they can't. They can only tag it. With right, them. six for planeswalkers is usually pretty high, and outside of maybe commander, that makes them pretty hard to be played. I mean, but the it's red six mana, like the six mana Chandra was just bonkers, right? Like people still think right. Yeah. One that, you know, every they get an emblem where they take damage every turn. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it just, just depends on how crazy it is, basically. Yeah, I don't think this is that level good. Like, yeah. It, like, because I think the floor is it's, you're going to, like, especially if you're playing six mana, like, the best case is you're board wiping for, for yeah. six mana. Which is fine. It's not the most cost-effective board wipe, but it's, you know, it's And then fine. the next turn, you can flicker something, but, like, you better have good ETBs or make a 2-2 Double Striker. But. Right. Which, honestly, 2-2 Double Strike is not bad. That's a pretty decent token for zero. I mean... Like, this seems like a, a medium yeah. Planeswalker. There's a ton of Planeswalkers in this set, by the way, so... Oh, we're, we're going to see a few, it sounds we're like. We're going to see a few. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it's, uh, this, one, this one is on the weaker end, in my opinion. But it's still good. Yeah. Like it's still playable. It's fine. It's playable. It's just it's just expensive. That's the main thing. Like it's yeah. a high cost card. Uh, interesting how it it's not a named planeswalker. We don't see that very often. Well, I think it's supposed to be the Wanderer is now wandering into the Eternal Wanderer. Remember the last one was mm. the Wanderer, and what was that Kamigawa? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do remember. But I don't know. We still don't know who the Wanderer is, though, in the lore. So I'm assuming right. at some point they'll reveal who the Wanderer is. We'll find is. out eventually. <laughs> I'm being all mysterious about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, we got White Sun's Twilight. It's X White White for a sorcery. You gain X life. Create X 1 1 colorless might artifact creature tokens with toxic 1, and this creature can't block. If X is five or more, destroy all other creatures. Oh, wow. That seems pretty good. Okay, so think of it this way. Can you get to, how often can you get to 12 mana? Depends on the deck. Because um, if yeah. you can get to 12 mana, right, this is, mm -hmm. this is make 10 toxic one tokens, gain 10 life, blow up everything else. They're going to have to play a bunch of blockers or you're going to win the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is just a far better martial coup. Yeah, yeah. Like, way better martial coup, <laughs> essentially. Because that was basically the same cost, if I remember right, because it did kind of the same thing, but I just put in soldiers. Yeah, it was just, you put in soldiers, and, and then if you paid five or it more, actually you does, it actually does the exact same thing, except for. You it get, didn't uh, gain you life. You don't gain life. They, and didn't have soldiers, toxic one. <laughs> yeah, the soldiers can block though. But yeah, they, yes, they can block. That's true. But again, you don't care because <laughs> right. I mean, this is a powerful. This, card. If you play this in the Elish Norn deck, or was it not the Elish Norn, the uh, token doubler deck. Yeah, you get a lot you could, of stuff. You could pay seven for this and get ten tokens. Yep, I think it's a pretty good card. Yeah, this is this is very very good. This will be played somewhere for sure. Definitely in commander, like one hundred percent in commander. And I was waiting probably for it to elsewhere. 
was waiting for it at the end to say shuffle under the deck because it's the white sun. What the heck? I know. Uh, it's a twilight. <laughs> it's not a zine. <laughs> I know. I was expecting maybe something like that, but apparently not. But it's still very good. So, yeah, that's got to be seen. So that's white. Uh, yeah. White's got some good stuff. I think almost every card is playable, right? Oh, yeah. Every card's playable. And there's some of these that are very, very, very good. Yeah, some of them are bonkers. Yeah. Some are a little more medium, but yeah. Overall, pretty strong start. So, yeah, we're, yeah, we're off to the races. All right, uh, now we are on to blue. Uh, our first blue card is Blade of Shared Souls. It is two and a blue for an artifact that's an equipment. It has four mirrored in, so uh, that is when this equipment enters the battlefield, create a 2-2 red rebel creature token, then attach this to it. Uh, whenever Blade of Shared Souls becomes attached to a creature, for as long as Blade of Shared Souls remains attached to it, you may have that creature become a copy of another target creature you control, and its equipped cost is two. So you have a 2-2 two, two token that becomes your Whatever best creature you on the want. board. Yeah. And then later on you could turn any creature on your board to the best creature on your board. It's, yeah, it's, like a, it's like a clone, kind of. Yeah, but you only get your own, the best thing. But I feel your side of the field, yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah, good. You can't do legends because of legend rule, but. Obviously, yeah. It seems like if you're playing that kind of clone style deck, I mean, it's a repeatable clone that they have to get rid of, right? Right. So. And it's harder for them to deal with because it's just an equipment. So. Right. Yeah. I think that's fine. It's a great, good card for. If it's cheaper than for. clone. Like it costs yeah, three. Only costs three. And then after that, only two. So. Yep. Uh, next up, we got Blue Suns Twilight. So I'm seeing a cycle here going. Mm -hmm. uh, we got X Blue Blue for a sorcery. Gain control of turret creature with mana value X or less. If X is five or more, create a token that's a copy of that creature. Ooh, interesting. Okay. So I see these are all going to be kind of like the Marshall Coup style where the, the, you pay five or more, it does another thing. That's what it's looking like. Yeah, but I mean, so here, here though, you're going to want to pay at least five to steal something that's five. So you're paying two more than whatever you're stealing. Yeah. If you pay five or more, you get two versions, two of them. Yeah, and you can overpay X because it says X or less. So then you can get two t copies of oh, it. Oh, that's true. So you could pay like five and then get two four drops. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So that's that's pretty sick. Yeah, it's decent. <laughs> so, I don't know how often I'm going to want to pay seven mana just to copy two things. but Or gain control the, of one and copy it. Right. But depends on the board state. I it guess. definitely could be good if you want to like get rid of somebody's commander or something. Just like just imagine just take control of two Blightsteels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they're not like kill two people. Right? <laughs> Granted, that you'd have to have like what was it? Thir you'd have to be paying thirteen mana. Yeah. yeah, that's that that that'd be a lot of mana to do that. But you'd be doing it's possible, I guess. Mana shenanigans with blue first. <laughs> I mean, blue blue has ways to do that, so you know. But that the right kind of deck just, could. At that point, why wouldn't you just win the game? So I guess I this, but yeah, I mean, there's better ways to win. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, this is okay. It's not the best. But 
All right. Uh, let's see. Next up, we got Encroaching Mycosynth. Uh, it is three and a blue for an artifact. Non-land permanents you control are artifacts in addition to their other types. The same is true for permanent spells you control and non-land permanent cards you own that aren't on the battlefield. So it's just everything's an artifact for you now. Yeah, so it's like the... what's There's like a seven mana one that makes everything. Microsynth Lattice? Yeah, so it's like that, but you only have to pay four. But you don't get yeah. the indestructible part. Yeah. Um, but like it's still good if you're playing an artifact deck, right? Or if you just want oh, yeah. everything to count as an artifact. A lot of them do, so yeah, this just makes it better. I mean, it's a so, very niche niche card. Like it's only going to be played in artifact decks. Or oh yeah. Otherwise, it's you're literally not going to play this card. It's just yeah. This is literally for artifact it. decks. Um, in artifact decks that have like affinity or you know other things that right. need you to have X amount of artifacts to you know do something, some of them have that too. Uh, that's what this is for, and this is very good at that. So you will see it in that for sure. Uh, next up, we got Iker Moon Gauntlet, two in a blue, Planeswalkers you control have zero prolif- proliferate. And minus 12, take an extra turn after this one. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, choose a counter on target permanent. Put an additional counter of that kind on that permanent. Oh, God. Okay. So another doubling season kind of effect here. Well, this only adds one. Right. So it, it basically proliferates one thing. So one, but like I said, because it proliferates every single thing, right? Yeah. But this is this you, when you cast an aggregate spell, you can uptick one thing. So this is good in like super mono in blue super friends, all colors super friends. Any kind of super friends is going to be great for this because for sure. a you cast a non-creature spell, which is a planeswalker. You're going to add a counter to something. Yep. Then all of your planeswalkers have zero uptick. All of them. Yeah, seems good. <laughs> and then if you get one to twelve, you're just going to take extra turns. No, oh, yeah, totally. Like crazy. And then you're just gonna, and then you're you're just gonna, gonna keep up it. Like so, if you have a, you know, I said this is good if you have like three, like two, three planeswalkers. You're just gonna be like, okay, one of them's just gonna keep upping one, and the other one's gonna keep doing stuff. Or I'm gonna up, 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 take an extra turn, take an extra turn. Up, yeah. Up, up, up. Like this is when you just take like a really cheap, otherwise kind of crummy planeswalker, and then just pull, just jam that out, and then just use that to proliferate or. Something. <laughs> yeah. Outside of a Planeswalker deck, this is only okay. Like, if you have yeah. a 1-1 one, one counter deck or something you need to add one counter to here and there, you could play it, I guess, if you play a lot of non-creature spells. But it's obviously, I think you're not going to see this outside of, like, Super Friends. Deck. No, this is made for Super Friends, totally. And even, like, a creature-based deck, that's kind of not great because you need it to be non-creatures for the uh, token you know, effect to work. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're going to be heavy super friends and control. the wazoo. Yeah. Definitely good in control to a point, but super friends for sure. Yes. This is, this is what that, this is what that is for. 100%. And, uh, speaking of super friends, uh, here's Jace. <laughs> we have Jace, the perfected mind. Uh, it is two blue and a Phyrexian blue. For a uh, legendary planeswalker named Jace that has f- uh, comes into play with five loyalty counters, um, he has uh, completed 
which is uh oh that's just for the Phyrexian encounter okay yeah it's, it's if you pay the Phyrexian <laughs> life you get two fewer loyalties when it comes in oh that's what it is okay yeah. my bad so he's he's complete he's a completed now so he's taken over by the so he's evil jace yeah taken yep, yep, over yep. by the Phyrexians. okay so uh his plus one is until your next turn up to one target creature gets minus three minus o uh, his minus two is target player mills three cards. Then if a graveyard has 20 or more cards in it, you draw three cards. Otherwise, you draw one card. Uh, and then his alt is minus X, target player mills three times X cards. Ew, that's disgusting. <laughs> so right off the bat, you can make someone mill 15 cards. Just <laughs> boom. That you seems could, good. You could do that, yes. I think this is better if you just keep upticking it and oh, yeah. making it so they can't attack you with their big creature. Yeah. It's, and then you're going to protect it until you can, you know, mill them for like however many cards left in their deck. Mill them for freaking 30 or some shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. That seems, that seems pretty good. <laughs> I mean, minus two, minus two draw cards isn't bad either. Yeah. And if, well, you, and then, if, if you do get the super late game, you know, you, you draw two cards or three cards. Yeah, so. drawing three for minus two is very good. So um yeah. Uh pretty he's good. good. He's good. I don't think I don't think it's super great. Um No, he's not like the crazy Jace as we've seen in the past, but he's still But crazy. I do I do feel this is one of those planeswalkers you might actually just play for the completed, so you only have to pay three mana. Yeah. And then it comes in with three counters, and you just uptick minus three minus zero, minus three minus zero. It seems good in the control deck. Like if you have any sort of like semi board presence. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely gonna be good in limited. Oh yeah. But the like commander, it's hard. Boston. It's hard to mill people a hundred cards. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that wing con's not gonna work as well for sure. I mean, it'll be good in, like Nekizar or something like that for sure, but. Because uh, that's another way to make people mill. But, yeah. Uh, next up, we got the Mercurial Spell Dancer. One in a blue for a Frixian Rogue. 2-1. It can't be blocked, so it's unblockable. Uh, when you cast a non-creature spell, put an oil counter on it. And whenever it deals combat damage to a player, you may remove two oil counters from it if you do. When you cast your next instant or sorcery spell this turn, copy it. You may choose new targets for the copy. So okay. get in twice. Or no, get in once after casting two non-creature spells. Yep. Then you can copy the next one. That's good, right? Like just Not a bad. two for a two-one unblockable is pretty good. Yeah, that by itself is just fine. And with, Those the are ups- decent stats. with the upside of being able to copy something. Yep. And we all know how blue and copying go hand in hand. They love to do that. that. Shenanigans happen pretty quickly. So it's a nice, cheap, easy way to do it, too. So I mean, Uh, it also fits in the rogue deck because you want unblockable rogues in that deck for ninjutsu and stuff. Yep. This will fit that very well. So it fits in in that deck, too. Uh, So, yeah, it's just a versatile card. It can do a lot of stuff. And there's a lot of stuff that Blue likes to do. So <clears throat> I feel like this, uh, yeah, this we'll see a lot of play in lots of different scenarios. So, yep, expect to see that one. 
Uh, next up, we got Mind Splice Apparatus. It is three and a blue for an artifact. It has flash. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, uh, put an oil counter on Mind Splice Apparatus. Instant and sorcery spells you cast cost one less to cast for each oil counter on Mind Splice Apparatus. That is very good. Yeah, this card is like that experience guide. Uh, what is it? Mizix. Mm -hmm. uh, except for on an artifact and every upkeep, he's going to keep costing less. So I think once this is stuck on the board for two, three turns, this yeah. is just going to get out of hand and your spell slinger deck is going to become crazy good. And especially if you have proliferation in your deck, this is going to just go crazy. This is going to snowball. Right. That's what I'm saying. Once you get the two or three counters on this thing, it's going to be like, okay, everything costs three less. So I'm just playing yeah. blue, blue for my Mystic Confluence. I'm paying blue 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 for my force of will like yeah you could hard cast force will and not care yeah. <laughs> which you never see normally uh but yeah this yeah this this card is very very good in any kind of spell based blue deck for sure so uh yeah that's that's pretty great Uh, next up, we got Serum Sovereign. It's four and a blue for a 4-4 four, four, Phyrexian Sphinx with flying. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, put an oil counter on it. I'm sensing a theme here. Maybe we should just put right. these all in the same deck. I know, uh, right? Bay of Blue, remove an oil counter from it. Draw a card and scry two. That's very That's good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, a little bit high costing up front on five for a 4-4, four, four, but once you get uh, this out... You know, if it sticks around, you're going to be drawing a bunch of cards. Yeah, this has got a ton of value. And again, if 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 you have like a proliferate deck where you can just proliferate all these oil counters like on all of your stuff, this is going to be very good. You're just going to be, you know, just stacking up counters and then you're able to, you know, do all the scrying and drawing and whatever you want. So. Yeah, what is what is the card that does that? Is that Serum Visions? It's draw, and then scry? I think so, yes. Because priority is scry and draw, right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, you basically you're casting that over and over and over as long yeah. as you have an oil counter on this. <laughs> yeah. So which I feel like is not hard to do. Especially if you build the deck right. So Yep, that's good. <laughs> uh next up we got uh Tekuthal Inquiry Dominus. It is two blue blue. For a 3-5 legendary Phyrexian horror creature with flying, if you would proliferate, proliferate twice instead. That seems good with some of the other cards we've seen here. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it also has pay one Phyrexian blue, Phyrexian blue. Remove three counters from among other artifacts, creatures, and planeswalkers you control. Put an indestructible counter on Tekuthal Inquiry uh, Dominus. Okay, so this... You could is now a commander you could play for a pro proliferate deck. You just build the whole deck around this. Yeah. And getting three counters is going to be super easy if you, especially if you put proliferate twice. If you yeah. would do it once, so you need one thing much. with a counter and then play one yeah. pro proliferate spell, and then this is indestructible for the rest of the yep. game until they exile or something. Right. <laughs> Which they they just have to source it or something, but yeah. But it's four um, for a three five flyer. Yeah, that's does that stat alone is great, and then its ability is great, 
And then its yeah. trigger ability is really good too. <laughs> and one of the issues with pro- proliferating in the past is that it's just not fast enough. Like you just only get one. You only get one. You only get yeah. One. Well, now you get now two. Now it's like you get two. So fast enough for you now? Yeah, it's double the speed. <laughs> so I feel yeah. like I don't know. I'm some some sense of the mono blue planeswalkers deck with this is the commander. Maybe some of the non creature spell cards that get mm-hmm. foil counters seems pretty good right now. Seems very, very good, yes. It's all it's all coming together. <laughs> uh, next up we got Unctus the Grand Metatech. It's one blue blue for a two four. Legendary artifact creature, Phyrexian Videlkin. Mm, interesting. Other blue creatures you control have whenever this creature becomes tapped, draw a card, discard a card. Other artifact creatures you control get plus one plus one and pay a Frixian blue until end of turn target creature you control becomes a blue artifact in addition to its other colors and types activate as a sorcerer all right so two four that you can turn your other creatures into a blue artifact so that when they get plus one plus one and when you attack with them you're gonna loot yeah so <laughs> you, you you have creatures that drag cards and they get plus one plus one, and they uh, what? What is it? You can make them. A blue they artifact. become artifacts. Can, yeah. So, like okay. even if you were playing, you could be playing. You could be playing with a, like a blue black deck with this, and like, oh, my black creature is now a blue creature that's an artifact, so it gets both of these effects. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, even in something like an artifact deck, this could be good. Uh, this has a lot of potential, a lot of utility. Um, this can be played in a lot of stuff. It's good in blue, <laughs> Basically. too. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it, it could really find a home in, like, the blue-black decks, because you could play... I mean, obviously, Nekusar is one, but, like, or, like, if you have the... Yeah. Oh, what is it? Like, Waste Knot, whenever you discard a card, you get a trigger, and, like, yep. yeah. every single creature you attack with is going to loot, so you're going to draw, discard, draw, discard, draw, discard, draw, yeah. discard. Yeah, so, you you're just so much drawing. And, and it's just yeah, drawing and magic is usually really... What's even crazier is when they become tapped, so like you could just have pingers. Yeah. It's like, oh, I ping you for one. With yeah, you don't have to attack then. <laughs> just activate abilities or something. Yeah. If, or like Merfolk Looter that just has tap loot. Yeah. You now tap loot twice. Oh, you twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, this is this is a very very good card. Uh, it's cheap. First of all, it's not expensive, and yeah, it just it does so much. Like yeah, and for all you people that like to just loot and dirtle, this is your card. Yeah, you this is the card to dirtle all. Yeah, dirtle all you want in the whole game. <laughs> just draw your whole deck, and then you you win because you like do like the oh I drew my whole deck I won like that's a freaking deck. Yep, this would work on that. Fast as or, Oracle or uh, Lab Man. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of stuff that this works with. That yeah, it's just it's just silly. <laughs> so that's blue. Uh, blue seems good. <laughs> yeah, blue's got some good counters stuff and some looting stuff and drawing. And blue is being very bluey. I still yeah, think blue is being very blue. I think white's better so far, but blue is. Close yeah, second. blue had a lot of like proliferate kind of silliness going on here. So um, yeah, I can definitely see the value, definitely. Uh, all right, so now we got black. Uh, 
First of all, we got Urkfiend of the Dross. It is two black black for a 6-6 Phyrexian demon creature with flying. Archfiend of the Dross enters the battlefield with four oil counters on it. At the beginning of your upkeep, remove an oil counter from Archfiend of the Dross. Then, if it has no oil counters on it, you lose the game. <laughs> Oops. Uh, then it, whenever a creature an opponent controls dies, its controller loses two life. So this is four for a 6-6 six, six flyer. We've seen a few of these in the past. I think yeah. you can only play this in some sort of proliferator deck to add more counters to it because... Or you got to yeah. win in four turns. Yeah, yeah, so, you better win quick. Otherwise. But if you just stick this on the board for a while, just that bottom effect that they're going to lose two life and then you're attacking them for six in the air, then they're going to lose a lot of life fast. Yep. Um, Doesn't make like haste a, or anything. In a, in a yeah. standard setting, you probably win before the four counters are up. So yeah, this is a bomb, that. 100% but in, standard. In like Commander, you definitely want to build some yep. sort of way to You're going to need to build some kind of engine. Or, for it you know, work. destroy it yourself or something. Like, yeah, which black has kill spells so yeah you can easily do that too or sacrifice it to like draw a bunch of cards or something yeah i mean hey there's plenty of that <laughs> so yeah uh interesting card uh just uh don't let the counters go away otherwise you're not gonna have a good time <laughs> yeah gosh forbid somebody plays like hex mage against you oh my god that'd be heart that would be heartbreaking <laughs> well i guess i lose <laughs> Uh, uh, next up, we got Black Sun's Twilight. So it's the black one of these. We got an X and a black for an instant. Up to one target creature gets a minus X, minus X till end of turn. Okay. If X is five or more, return a creature card with mana value X or less from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. Okay, that's some utility right there. So I'm going to kill your biggest thing, and I'm going to bring back my big thing. Uh, so yep. far, I like this one the best. I think this is the, the best one so far. As the Although, black player, the white one. The good. white one was also very good, but this one's all this this one's really good too. It's better than the blue one for sure. Yeah. Uh, and this was and this was an instant too. I, I like this one the best just because I like uh, you know black cards. So. Yeah, I don't think the the white one was a sorcery. I know for sure the blue one was a sorcery. I think, I think that's the, the first one that's an instant. Sorcery. Yeah. So that makes it very good too. Yeah, so you're gonna do it when they attack or something, and then you'll be able to untap yeah. with your creature you got back. So definitely, very good kill spell if you have a lot of mana sitting around. Yep, yep, and black usually does. There's usually ways to make mana. So you know, cabal coffers and all that stuff. Yeah, coffers, all that good stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, we got Drivnod Carnage Dominus. It is three black black for an eight three. Legendary Phyrexian Horror Creature. If a creature dying causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. Then it has two black Phyrexian counters, or, or mana symbols. Uh, exile three creature cards from your graveyard. Put an indestructible counter on Drivnod Carnage Dominus. All right, so five for an eight-three indestructible. Seems good. Seems very good. Uh, triggering dying abilities twice seems really good. In black, especially. Yeah, let me love my Kakusho die if it triggers twice. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> yeah, you're gonna put this in there, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> 
Exactly. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Uh, you lose uh, 10 life now, and I gain 10 <laughs> life each time it happens instead of five. That seems good. <laughs> I mean, gosh, that's going to chunk people really fast, even in Commander. Gosh, forbid you have like an aristocrat deck with like, you know, the whenever a creature dies, they lose a life. It's going to trigger twice. They lose two. They lose two. They lose two. Yep. So it's going to get yep, out yep. Here fast. Yeah, this this is a in, in black. This is a very good card. This is a sweet card. I like that it's an eight three. It's kind of weird that it's three, but I like that you can make it yeah. indestructible to keep me from dying. Yep, <laughs> yep. So even even if they bolt it, yeah, you can just make it indestructible. And you, then you don't care anymore. So there's that. Uh, next up, we got Geth, Fane of Contracts. One black black, so three mana for a three four Phyrexian zombie. Other creatures you control get minus one, minus one. Uh, pay three and tap it. Return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. It gains. If this creature would leave the battlefield, exile it instead of putting it anywhere else. Activate as a sorcery. So you're okay. weak, weakening all of your creatures, but then you can bring back creatures and then when they die, they yeah. It's like a dread return almost. And a creature. Kind of like the yeah, animate dead creature. Yeah. Yeah. So not bad. Um, yeah, you're weakening your board, which is not exactly ideal, but you're making it more sticky at the same time. So that's very good as well. So yeah, I feel like Black would definitely like this card. As long as you're not playing like one one tokens or something like that, then you're not going to want this. But yeah, you probably any this. any I feel other like you, you probably play so. some sort of like black reanimator shell with this is your commander yeah yeah you just you just want to reanimate your big stuff or something yeah. like that like, like, you know, like yeah like if you're reanimating Kusha, you're reanimating uh arch fiend of despair or whatever you don't really care if it gets minus one minus one yeah it's like it's already <laughs> big it's already yeah. big who cares <laughs> it's not gonna matter uh just not not for like tokens or something like that because that's not gonna work as well Uh, next up, we got Caromonix, the Rat King. It is black, uh, white, one black, black, for a three-three legendary Phyrexian rat creature with Toxic One. Other rats you control also have Toxic One. And then when Caromonix enters the battlefield, look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal any number of rat cards from among them and put the revealed cards into your hand. Put the rest of the bottom of your library in a random order. So. Rat deck. Yeah, so now I have a reason to play my relentless rats, and they all have toxic yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, even better. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's another rat commander. I think there was one before. This one's probably better than that one. Yeah, I, I would say so. This 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 has a drawing engine. This makes them have poison counters. Like, yeah, seems pretty good. So if you want a rat king, you want to play rats, here you go. Uh, there's, your, there's your card. Uh, next up, we got King Zoo of the Bleak Coven. Four and a black for a 5-4 legendary creature Phyrexian vampire with flying. Whenever another non-token creature you control dies, you may pay two life and exile it. If you do, create a token that's a copy of that creature, except it's a 1-1 one, one with Toxic 1. Okay. So if your creatures with good static abilities die, you can bring them back yeah. as a 1-1. One, one. Or activated abilities or anything like that. Um, yeah, 
and they have poison. So that's yeah, fun. So I'm, fi- I'm figuring <laughs> you'd have to build around this as like the commander. Yeah, of you're not going to want to put any like, any cards in this because that's probably not going to work. Uh, but specific ones that have s- s- like certain utility to them are going to work well with this. Definitely. Uh, oh, here's an old card. Uh, hey, everyone, it's Phyrexian Arena. <laughs> yep. So if you don't remember what that is, it is one black black for an enchantment that's at the beginning of your upkeep. You draw a card and lose a life. So classic. Love to see it. And this is a good reprint because, I mean, this card's up to 10 bucks again already. So. Right, so this this will bring it down, which is good because there's no reason for this to cost a lot of money. It literally is a draw a card, lose a life. Like, come on. <laughs> it's interesting that this is going to be standard legal. Uh, yeah, that uh, that's going to shake stuff up a little bit. <laughs> like, it seems good for standard. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's very good for standard. For yes, I would love too. to draw some more cards. Yeah, <laughs> keep my deck going. Oh, hey, look, another uh, reprint. <laughs> yeah, next up we got the uh, reprint of my guy, Frixian Obliterator. Like I said, it's great mono black. 5-5 five, yep. five Trampler, what a source deals damage to Frixian Obliterator. That source's control has to sacrifice that many permits. So. Yep, this is a classic card again. Very, very, very good. Um, in, in black, outside of black, it's pretty questionable because, again, four pips, good luck. <laughs> I like, the, I like the, art, the new artwork on it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, new artwork is sick. It looks really cool. Um, so yeah, that's a good card, obviously, and it's been around for a long time. So good to see it again. Uh, next up, we got Vran Executioner Thane. It is one black for a two-two legendary Phyrexian vampire creature. Whenever one or more other creatures you control die, each opponent loses two life, and you gain two life. This ability triggers only once each turn. So it's a better. Uh, blood artist type effect. Yes. Um, except for you can only trigger it once instead of. Yeah. So not as, less good in that sense, but still good. It's a two for a two two. It's a fine card. Yeah. But you play it in that, so for sure. Also, if you need a cheap vampire for a vampire deck to play on turn two, you can play this. Yep. It's a nice two drop for that. Works great for that. Uh, next up, we got the completed Vraska. So we got Vraska nice. Betrayal Sting. It is four black and a Phyrexian black. Enters with six loyalty, or if you complete it, the, like if you pay the wife, it comes in four. Uh, so it has the completed, and then it has zero. Draw a card, lose a life, proliferate. So that's basically a plus one. Yeah. Uh, minus two. Target creature becomes a treasure. And loses all other card types. So basically you turn something into a treasure token. A creature into a treasure token. Uh, and then minus nine. If target player has fewer than nine poison counters, they get a number of poison counters equal to the difference. Oh, God. <laughs> so you basically so, just kill everybody. <laughs> well, no. So it's it's minus nine. One player gets nine poison counters, basically, if they have zero. <laughs> and then the next turn... You proliferate and kill them. Yeah. <laughs> but this you has got to live. You, yeah. Right? If so it this lives. Gotta, this is going to survive on the board like three turns, yeah. four turns if you want to be able to give them the nine poison and then the tenth one. Yeah. So. It, it depends on if you're, you know, if you have some like a super friends deck and you're able to like just to prolif- proliferate the crap out of the 
the loyalty counters, then sure, we can maybe make this be quick. But I otherwise, the, on its own, it's a little slower. I think the best case for this is you're going to pay the five. It's going to come with four counters. You're going to minus two right away. Make the biggest problem on the board be a treasure token, right? Yeah. And then the next turn, you're going to proliferate and draw a card. And then the next turn, you're going to make something a treasure again. And you're just going to keep that cycle. And that, you know, it's going to remove, be annoying. And every, you know, you make people's commanders a treasure token. They're going to stay on the field for, until yeah. they sack it. <laughs> yep. I mean, they'll just sack it for mana probably right away. But still, you're right. getting rid of stuff for two, for minus two. Like you're going to be like, if this st- sticks for more than a, a turn cycle, you're going to get rid of at least like two or three things. Yeah. Or, that's you know, draw good. a couple cards. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like the freaking elk what was his name from the elk dude that turned your shit into elks <laughs> yeah that's that, better because it only costs three but right whereas this cost five technically or six but yeah yeah it's still it, good this one's more playable than the jace i think yeah for sure the jace had less like this is better than jace, to it. In my opinion. and better than the wanderer yeah the, oh yeah definitely all right, that's black. Well, I think black's really good. Black seems very, very good, especially if it's a reprint. I play all those cards, minus the rat one, only in a rat deck. But Yeah, this is a rat deck. <laughs> I really like, like this Spraska. Spraska's fun. It's a, it's a, it's a fun, uh, fun Planeswalker for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in here. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be seeing lots of black stuff. <laughs> Played in many different scenarios. Okay, so now we are on to red. Um, so our first one in red is All Will Be One. It's the theme of the set. It's three mm-hmm. red red for an enchantment. Whenever you put one or more counters on a permanent or player, All Will Be One deals that much damage to target opponent, creature, and opponent controls or Planeswalker in opponent controls. So you have to really build around this because yep. whenever you're putting counters on things, you're going to deal that much damage. So you're going to want to be dealing damage all the time to make this worth it, especially if you're going to spend five mana on this. Yeah, five mana is a lot if you're not able to really make this, like, you know, turn it, you know, you, you want this to be like a machine gun, basically, if you're paying that kind of, you know, mana cost. So, uh, right. yeah. like you're going to want a lot of dorky things and like you proliferate or something and you yeah. have five things and you're just like ping, 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 ping. Yeah. In, in the right scenario, this is like an insane gutter snipe that everyone will hate you for. <laughs> but again, you have to build around it or else this is not good. Yeah. Yeah. Five for only doing it every now and then is not, not worth your time. Uh, next up we got Capricious Hellraiser. Capricious Hellraiser. Three red, red, red. So six mana for a 4-4 four, four Phyrexian Dragon. This spell costs three less to cast if you have nine or more cards in your graveyard. Okay, then I can just play it for three. Uh, flying. When it enters the battlefield, exile three cards at random from your graveyard. Choose a non-creature, non-land card from among them. Copy it and cast the copy without paying its mana cost. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah, especially if you can get it for three. Yeah, 
that that's very good for three. Uh, granted, uh, ye, three red pips is a little hard to do outside of mono red, but you it's also, doable. You also got to be playing quite a bit of non-creature, non-land cards, like Spells Matter, yeah. because like you're exiling three cards out of your nine, so that means at least a third of your deck should be that, so that you have a chance of hitting one to copy. Yeah, you want to hit something good, for sure. It's not exactly something you can just throw in dragons, for example, because it's probably not going to work as well there. Yeah, it's really not going to work there. <laughs> it's, this definitely needs the right kind of deck. It's more of a dragon you put in a spell slinger deck, I think. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Dragon Wing Glider. It is three red red for an artifact that's an equipment. It has four Mirrodin, so it comes into play with that 2-2. Two, two. Uh, equipped creature gets plus two, plus two, and has flying and haste. And then it has an equip cost of three red, red. So this might be the worst card we've talked about today. This is pretty rough, uh, unfortunately. Like, so base, it's five for a four, four flying haste. Yeah. I'm not excited about that. Not really. And then pay five to give something plus two, plus two flying haste. You're literally repaying the mana cost of the card. Yeah, that's horrible. That's rough. Like, if you, okay, <laughs> even in a deck where you can cheat the cost, plus two, plus two, flying haste, I don't know if it's worth me paying five up front when I can just play another sword yeah. or something else. There's swords like, that, yeah, do, that cost else. that that do way better than just... Yeah, the swords two. cost five total and give you two, two pro from two things and an ability. Like Yeah, a good ability. You don't have to pay five <laughs> again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you pay two or three, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I think this is bad. This is probably yeah. one of the worst cards. I I don't see people playing this. Why is this a rare? <laughs> this is a bad rare. If you get this, this is going to be the rare that everybody pulls and hates opening. Yeah, they're right? gonna, you're going to hate your life. You're it's like, the, the rare that nobody wants. Yep, th- this is this is definitely that card, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, next up, we got Koth. Koth, yeah. Uh, two red red for a Planeswalker Koth is four loyalty. Uh, plus two, search your library for a basic mountain card. Reveal it, put in your hand, then shuffle. Okay. Minus three, deals damage to target creature, equal number of mountains you control. All right. Nice. Minus seven, you get an emblem with whenever a mountain enters the battlefield of your control. This emblem deals four damage to any target. Okay, so this Ooh, is really good in mono That's red sick. Burn, right? Yeah. This is Mono Red Burn is loving this because not only are you dealing damage and uh, uh, what is it? You're killing off yeah, yeah, you're dealing damage and also killing shit. You're also yeah. getting land, so you, you literally have a you're fetching engine. the land, the mountains out of your deck so that you keep drawing your lightning bolts. Yep, or whatever else <laughs> you got. Very good, very, very, very good for aggro, aggro red especially, but just Mono Red in general too. Just yeah. That's that's a that's a good card. Yeah, if, if you could get it to survive two two turn cycles, third one, get that emblem, then all your mountains yeah. are, hit, are hit for four. Your mountains are just destroying people just on yeah. their own. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's good. All right, uh, next we got Red Sun's Twilight. It is X red red for a sorcery. Destroy up to X target artifacts if X is five or more. For each artifact destroyed this way, create a token that's a copy of it. Those tokens gain haste. Exile them at the beginning of the next end step. 
It's okay. You can blow Not up bad. the artifacts. You get to use them for yeah. a turn. Yep. So that's okay. It's it's not the best. It, it, it sucks that you have to exile them. That's right. kind of not great. But I mean, it's still good if you need, you know, get rid of all of your opponent's artifacts that are annoying. So Yeah. And then you can use them against them for one turn, too. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Blow up everyone's Sol Ring and get, like, six mana back. Oh, so much <laughs> mana. <laughs> all right, next up we got Rook. Hexgold Nabber, two in a red for a 2-2 Goblin Rebel, legendary creature. Just trample and haste. Whenever an equipped creature you control other than him attacks or dies, you may attach all equipment attached to that creature to him. Oh, God. Okay, so equipment matters. This is very, very good. Yeah, this is good in equipment matters deck because you just have him out, trample hasty. Something else dies. You can put it all on him. Yeah. It's like, oh no, my germ t- token on my batter skull died. Well, zoop, it's on him yeah. now. That's good. <laughs> or any swords or, you know, anything like that. Yeah, that's a lot of good stuff that synergizes with this. I mean, just three for a 2 trample haste isn't bad. Yeah, that's fine. That's a great card, honestly. Uh, and then, yeah, with the equipment bonus, ooh, ooh that can get spicy quick. <laughs> All right, uh, next we got Slowbad Iron Goblin. It is two and a red for a 3-3 legendary Phyrexian Goblin Artificer creature. Uh, it has tap it, sacrifice an artifact, add an amount of red mana equal to the sacrifice uh, artifact's mana value. Spend this mana only to cast artifact spells or activate abilities of artifacts. All right. So I'm so, sure there's some red artifacts. I'm sure there's some crazy way to get infinite mana with this. Uh, probably. Because you'll Seems probably spend an artifact, get the red, filter the red through another artifact, and then to make it mana to spend on anything. Yeah, I feel like there, there, there's plenty. I think there's ways to do it. There's gotta be. But so yeah, you're probably gonna play this an artifact deck just because like if they go to blow something up, you're like, all right, I'm just gonna second response. Yeah. yeah. It's like a better Ashnod's Altar. <laughs> if you're an artifact deck, yeah. Yeah, in an artifact deck, to be fair. Uh, next up, we got Sulfin Mayhem Dominus. Two red red for a 5-4 legendary creature Phyrexian Horror. If a source you control would deal non-combat damage to an opponent or a permanent an opponent controls, it deals double that damage instead. Uh, and then pay one red, red, discard two cards, put an indestructible counter on it. All right. So uh, de- doubling that damage, and then it's indestructible. Yeah, I mean, double damage for four is good. I mean, Torbrand yeah. was played a lot as standard card. Uh, this yep. is better than that. This is way better. And cheaper, too, I'm pretty five, sure. It's the same cost. Oh, okay. But, same well, Torbrand, I think, was one more red, but... <laughs> And, but it was four mana. And it, did, okay. it made all your stuff deal an extra two. This is all your stuff deals double. And then Better. you can yep. you know, pay one in four life or three mana or whatever. Discard two cards. Make it and make it indestructible. So it yep. seems good. I think mono red's going to be uh, pretty good. Mono red's looking very, very good outside of a couple cards here. So, um, yeah. Just so much damage. This is a lot of damage. <laughs> 
Uh, next up, we got Urabrask's Forge. It is two and a red for an artifact. At the beginning of combat on your turn, put an oil counter on Ur- Urabrask's Forge, then create an X1 red Phyrexian horror creature token with trample and haste, where X is the number of oil counters on Urabrask's Forge. Sacrifice that token at the beginning of the next end step. So at the beginning, the first couple turns, this is out, it's going to suck. But once yeah. you get to turn... You know, four or five. This has been out. It's gonna. People are gonna be really annoyed because it's like, okay. Uh, do I block it? Do I take five? Do I? You know. Um, right, and it has trample. So yeah, it's trample. It tramples over. They can't just chump it. I mean, this they is gonna keep getting bigger and bigger. If you can <laughs> proliferate the counters in any sort of way, it's gonna be even better. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna. It's gonna snowball. Especially if you have the proliferation. Yeah, if you have some way to double the tokens or something, that's even better. Yep. Which we've seen plenty of those in this just this set alone as well. So uh, yeah, this can snowball fast if you have the right setup for it. I think it's decent because it's like I mean, like you would play something that may have won one every turn, right? Like this is better than yeah. This is way better (laughs) because it grows. All right, next up we got Vindictive Flame Stoker. It's one red mana for a 1-2 Phyrexian Wizard. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, put an oil counter on it. Pay six in a red, sacrifice it, discard your hand, draw four cards. This ability costs one less for every oil counter on it. Interesting. <laughs> so you want to get six oil counters on this. Yeah. Sack it when you have nothing in your hand to draw four. Yeah, it's basically like a lion's eye diamond almost, but you have to pay seven to do it, <laughs> or or just well, eventually you'll be one. one if you just yeah, if you spells. have the right amount of counters on it. So this is a, a slow way to draw four cards. It's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. I mean, it only costs one. Like worst yeah, case, they one kill for it. one too. I mean, this is a nice. This is a fine turn one drop, honestly. Yeah, like if someone kills this, you're like, whatever. You killed yeah, like one you, drop. You, you, you don't care. Kill a spell on it. Like, <laughs> That is a huge waste of a kill spell. Yeah. It's like, yeah, sure, you, you you might be able to draw four cards later on, but honestly, you you probably don't really care about that when you play it at first. Like it's just a one two. Like that's a fine yeah. one drop, you know. And then late game, they're probably not gonna kill it, and then late game is like sweet, I can refill my hand. Like, yep. Nice easy refill. So yeah, that's red. Uh red's very good. <laughs> Yeah, it seems weaker outside than the of other colors just because they have a couple bad cards. But yeah, outside of a couple, yeah, this this art. But the, the red cards that are good are really good. Yeah, the the the, the good cards make up for it for sure. Like yeah, there, there's there's so many ways to deal damage and whatnot, and yeah, this is this is definitely gonna be a fun color to play. It looks like aggro's definitely got some good stuff going for it, along with artifacts. So good stuff there. So now we are on to green. Um, our first this green is your card. Color. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is my <laughs> color. <laughs> I hope green is as good as the other colors have been because they've been pretty good. Uh, we got Bloated Contaminator. It is two and a green for a 4 4 Phyrexian Beast creature with Trample, Toxic 1. Whenever Bloated Contaminator deals combat damage to a player, proliferate. Okay, that's pretty good. All right, that's gross, right? Because <laughs> if, they, if they take this. 
You're getting a poison counter, and then you're proliferating immediately. Yep, you you right away you get two. <laughs> and, it, and on top of that, it's three for a four four trample, three mana for a four four trampler. Yeah, that's, that's good that's already. Like, I would play that in like a pump deck, and then it has toxic yeah. one, and it can proliferate. This card's good. <laughs> yeah, this is this is an excellent card. <laughs> Uh, I'm playing, yeah, I'm playing this card in most of this my will be played uh, pretty much guaranteed. So have fun with that one. Uh, I can't wait to Sienna. see this. Gross. Low CMC and his trample. That's what yep. I mean. Oh god, so much going for it, man. <laughs> All right, up, we got the conduit of worlds. It's two green green for an artifact. You may play lands from your graveyard. Okay. Uh, you can tap, choose target, non-land permanent card in your graveyard. If you haven't cast a spell this turn, you may cast that card. If you do, you can't cast additional spells this turn. Activate only as a sorcery. So this is Crucible of Worlds, but you can also flashback something from your yard if it's for, the only thing you want free, to For free, basically. But you can't cast anything else then. Yeah. That's good. So it, if it's your best card, you don't care. Like, yeah, because yeah. I mean, if you if you want the Crucible effect, you're gonna play this anyway. Yeah. So, oh, totally. And you can still play lands. Like if you're playing a lands matter deck, you're just gonna be like land, play wasteland, get rid of your thing. Now I'm gonna play something, search for another land. Yeah. Or like, play, play my, you know, play my other thing that you blew up from the, the that you blew up my uh, oracle. So now I play my oracle, so I can play more lands. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, you know, replay my cultivate or something, get more lands. Yeah. <laughs> Seems good in the lands matter deck, for sure. Yep. Like landfall or something like that, for sure. This is very good in landfall, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Life in the loam. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, just just to be able to get back, like, your thing that they blow up that was winning you the game. Like, so you played Rampaging Bailoff. Okay, they blew it up. Yep. Well, now I can play it yep. again. Play land shit. <laughs> replay it. Have fun. Yeah. Off you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. And that's it's not right. like it's not like it gets exiled or anything after, so they kill it again. You could just play it again. No, which is silly. <laughs> it's better than flashback because it doesn't get exiled. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Like this this you have to kill on site basically, otherwise they're just gonna keep replaying their stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's just no way to stop it otherwise. Yeah, that's good. That's a good card. And kind of gross, actually. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Evolved Spinoderm. It is two green green for a 5-5 five, five Phyrexian Beast creature. Evolved Spinoderm enters the battlefield with four oil counters on it. Evolved Spinoderm has trample as long as it has two or fewer oil counters on it. Otherwise, it has hexproof. At the beginning of your upkeep, remove an oil counter from Evolved Spinal Germ. Then if it has no oil counters on it, sacrifice it. Alright, so worst case, 4 mana 5-5 five, five hexproof. Attack with a 5-5 five, five hexproof. Next turn, or I mean, so that turn, whatever. So next turn you get attack with a 5-5 five, five hexproof. Next turn it's a 5-5 five, five trample. Next turn it's a 5-5 five, five trample, and then it dies. Yeah. But yes, if, if you don't have a way to, way to pr proliferate yeah, or something. If you have a way yeah. to proliferate, so this is really good with the first card. 
because you can keep proliferating the oil counters. Yep, yeah, th- th- that's a good combo. I mean, four for five, 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 that's cheap too. Like, yep, another cheaply statted card. Just, yeah. oh, God. Rain's shaking up to be pretty good here, it looks like. So, um, yeah. We have some big beasts for, for cheap. Big boys. I always love to see that. Uh, next up, we have Goliath Hatchery. Four green green for an enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, it's an enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, create two, three, three green Phyrexian Beast creature tokens with Toxic 1. At the beginning of your upkeep, if an opponent has three or more poison counters, choose a creature you control, then draw cards equal to its total toxic value. So that's at least one, if not more. Yeah. So that's so, good. Yeah, I mean, two, three, three is toxic one. If you can get in once or twice, you're going to draw a card every turn. That's not bad. Yeah. Definitely not. I don't, know if, it's worth, gonna... I don't know if it's worth six. Six is a lot. I feel like I would definitely play this if I had double Caesar or something like that. Because yeah. I, would, I would get four three threes. Yeah. With toxic one. Then this would be very good with doubling season. Then it's very worth. <laughs> or lives or whatever. Yeah, anything that doubles your uh, a creature token, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but the the card draws nice for sure. That can that can honestly get out of control real fast. So they're probably gonna have to deal with that. Just <laughs> forbid you have some big thing with like if you're doing a toxic themed deck and you have some big thing like toxic like three, toxic four, three or something. You draw a bunch of cards. <laughs> yeah, you're really gonna like. You're and you're gonna just fill you, your hand. If you have something that grants something toxic that already has toxic, they stack, so it becomes like toxic too. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's also good. Yeah. Um, has potential for sure. Uh, in the right kind of deck. Definitely. Pretty cool artwork. Yeah. Oh, it looks sick. I like that a lot. All right. Uh, next we got Green Sun's Twilight. It is X and a green for a sorcery. Reveal the top X plus one cards from your library. Choose a creature card and or a land card from among them. Put those cards into your hand and the rest onto the bottom of your library in a random order. If X is five or more, instead put the chosen cards onto the battlefield or into your hand and the rest on the onto the bottom. The rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. This is literally just Green Sun Zenith, but different. <laughs> yeah, it's the top X cards. So you're going to want to pay five or more so you can choose to put them into play. Because I don't know yeah. when you would choose not to put the creature in play or the land in play. Yeah, Because I mean, it says you can put it on the battlefield or in your hand. When are you going to choose yeah. to put it in your hand? Never. <laughs> you want it in play, always. Especially at sorcery speed. Like, what? Yeah. Or I guess, yeah, Green says he searched, I guess. That's that, that, that's yeah. the difference. Whereas this, this is, is your, top cards, your, yeah. your topping, yeah. Still, that yeah, that can be pretty good. It's still what's good about this though. It's like you could, like, just pick, like because you could pay five and you can get like a twelve, twelve, like a blight to class or something, right? Yeah. Whereas Green Sun, you have to pay the mana. You had to pay the CMC. Yeah. Yeah, where here you can pay less and get it if you have some big thing. Yeah, but it's more luck based. So. Right. Yeah, if you have like top or something like that, then you know damn well what you're gonna get. So. 
you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it can be mitigated, and then then it's worth it for sure. Next up, we got a completed Nisa here. Yeah, uh, Nisa the Ascended Animist. It is three green green Phyrexian green. Phyrexian green. Jesus, that comes in with seven loyalty. It has completed. So for each of the Phyrexian greens, if you, for each time you pay two life, it comes in with two fewer loyalty. So it could come in if you pay six mana, it has five. If you paid five mana, it has three counters. If you paid all seven mana, it has seven counters. All right, so the plus one. Create an XX green Frixian horror creature token where X is Nisa's loyalty. Okay, that's great. That's pretty good, yeah. Minus one, destroy target artifact or enchantment. Okay, that's good. Minus seven, until end of turn, creatures you control get plus one, plus one for each forest you control and gain trample. Jesus, okay. So, so that, my, that's Mono Green win the game, right? The, yeah, Mono <laughs> Green gets yeah. Blanche Wood to that's trample. A- it's basically Blanche Wood with Trample, yes, for yeah. each creature. <laughs> so you could That's pay good. you could pay seven mana immediately alt that and just everything's wait. getting like seven seven trample. Yeah. Honestly, that, that's a good seven-cost card. That's literally a win con. Or you could play it for like five and you have a three thing and you get it plus one and get a four-four right away. Yep. And keep plusing it like that. Like I think it's good no matter how you play it. Yeah, it's a good. It's a really good card. Uh, I mean, the least likely mode's going to be blow up our vector channel, right? Unless yeah, that's like, very situational. Yeah, there's going to be some annoying. They have to. Yeah. But the I mean, it creates a body to protect itself, and then eventually you're just going to win the game. Like overrun. Yeah. Basically. It's crazy overrun with Blanche. <laughs> yeah. Blanche would overrun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the, uh, uh, <laughs> when you're reading this, I'm like, damn, this thing's expensive, but okay, it's very warranted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's very it's good. Very much uh, standard where it's supposed to be, because uh, that is very good. Yeah, because uh, I think no matter what mana you play it, you're going to get some sort of good ability, I think. Yeah, it's good no matter what you play it as. Like, there's a lot of times where, like, you know, once Planeswalkers get above, like, the four to five mana cost, like, they become less playable, but... This is just an insane level that, yeah, I, if you I have do the think, mana, it's going to be good. I do think you're more likely to pay it, play it for the five mana for life or all seven mana more often yeah. than you are for the the six mana and two life because, like, what is, like, what at five counters you make a six six? Like, a six six versus a four four isn't that big of a difference. No, it's really not. You know, it saves you mana to, like, and, the, and paying all seven is nice because then you can alt right away. Yeah. If you have, a, but like, if you're not gonna ult it, you're probably just gonna play it for five and then slowly yeah. make some rounds. Like, you probably play for five if you don't have a board, or at least right. not a big one. So then you want to build it. So it's right. gonna build your board. But yeah, if you have a board already, yeah, you're just gonna pay seven, seven and win essentially, just win the game. So yeah, this is good. This is a very good card. <laughs> Sweet planeswalker. This is like the best planeswalker so far, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it is for sure. Like, by far. Uh, next, we have Thrun, Breaker of Silence. It is three green-green for a 5-5 five, five legendary troll shaman creature. This spell can't be countered. Trample. Thrun, 
Breaker of Silence can't be the target of non-green spells your opponents control or abilities from non-green sources your opponents control. As long as your turn, Thrun has Indestructible. So this really just does not want to be targeted. <laughs> no, so you get a 5 for 5 of Trample. You can't counter me. You can only target me with green spells. And I'm Indestructible on top of that if you do have a green spell that kills it. Unless, unless it's not my turn. Yeah, that's so silly. Holy So this crap. is going to stick around for a while. Like, or this is going to be like good Good luck tar- getting this off the field. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much a guaranteed five almost no matter what here. I mean, so, only just uh, board wipe. But <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Board wipes work, sure. <laughs> You're going to, yeah, it's either you got to global it or do some really weird trickery pretty much. Because, yeah, otherwise this is sticking around for the long haul. <laughs> yeah, otherwise you're paying a fight spell and using your something bigger than a 5-5 five five to kill it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just got to get a bigger creature. So, yeah, that, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, next up we got Tyrannix Rex. Yeah, Tyrannix Rex, right? Not Tyrannosaurus. Mm-hmm. Tyrannix Rex. Okay. Yep. Four green, 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 seven mana. For a Phryxian Dinosaur, that's an 8-8. Can't be <laughs> countered. Word. Trample, Ward 4, Haste, Toxic 4. Toxic 4. Dear God, what is this? <laughs> Remember that one card that, you know, drew you cards for Toxic counters? Yeah, here's your card that goes with that. Yeah, draw 4, draw 4. <laughs> I draw 4 every turn. Oops. So, a, this is going to be kind of sticky because you're immediately going to play this. Swing for the 8-8. If they chump yeah. it at all, if you get through it all, they're taking four poison. Yeah. It can't be countered, and it has ward four. Yeah, and it has it's haste not and trample. battlefield ever. And you're going to swing with this and get in for four poison most of the time. I think. Holy shit, this card. <laughs> This is and if they're at like eight life or less, they're just dead unless they, they block die. it a bunch. Or if they're at, Gosh, like, they're at like six poison, six like, okay. poison, they and die. You gotta, <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta throw like eight stuff into it to all <laughs> die. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, why is green so powerful? Holy shit! Gosh, you know what's even better is if you cheat this in. Yeah. No, I I played like Elvish Piper or something. Oh, here, Oops, here's an idiot. Have fun. Yeah. Oh, you also you also get four poison counters. Sorry about it. <laughs> God damn, man. <sighs> okay, that's good. It's good. Uh, I don't know how we're gonna top that one. Uh, <laughs> next, we got a venerated uh, rot priest. It is one green for a one-two, Phyrexian druid creature with toxic one. Whenever a creature you control becomes a target of a spell, target opponent gets a poison counter. <laughs> That's oh, disgusting. Ouch. <laughs> okay, so they're going to have to target this first no matter what, yeah. because otherwise they're going to get multiple poison counters. That's the oh my god. Okay, you know, don't target my shit. That's, that's wait, wait, wait. It's whatever creature you control becomes the target of a spell. So you can target your own stuff. Or you can do it yourself, yeah. You can pump your own stuff and give people poison counters. Oh, God. <laughs> Let me play uh, Giant Growth. You get a poison counter. Giant Growth. Monstrous Growth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Overrun. <laughs> Let, me, Let me put Blanchard Armor on here. You get a, you get a poison counter. Oh, oh, oh my God. 
This is nasty, man. What are you playing raid for? You get a poison counter. Oh, yeah, it never goes away. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps coming back. This seems like it's. this is going to be a kill on site card. Yep, you kill this right away. And then it's like, okay, you you get a poison counter. Like I'll like, I'll play this. They'll target it with a removal. Okay. Like, how hard is it for like a green pump deck to play ten spells? They'll get really. no, but even get this right. So if you play this in the deck, you're probably gonna play a bunch of like uh, my stuff gets hexproof, indestructible type cards yeah. for one mana, right? Or target permanent you control gets hexproof. So they go to, to remove this. You play that. Now they have two poison counters. Yeah. Because they targeted it and you targeted it. Yep. <laughs> and you saved your creature. And it's still in play, and then you attack, and they get another poison counter. And then it just the cycle continues. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, this is nasty. This is a nasty card, yeah. This is, and you are going to see it, I guarantee it. In everything. So have fun with that. <laughs> Thank you, Watsy. <sighs> All right. Let's see what the last one is. All right, we got Zopendral Hunger Dominus. Five green green for a four six Frixian Horror with Reach. At the beginning of each combat, double the power and toughness of each creature you control until end of turn. And then it has green green or Frixian. It's Frixian green green. Sacrifice two other creatures. Put an indestructible counter on this. So, realistically, during, because it's everybody's combat, this attacks and blocks, because it's every combat, this yeah. is a 8-12 for 7 with reach. Yep. That seems pretty good. And everything else you control is better. <laughs> and then your other double. shit's also doubled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your two one ones are two twos. Yeah, and your five fives are ten tens. Like, okay. <laughs> seems really yeah. good. Seems good. Okay, and this is legendary. You could you could play this as a, this is a, commander. a commander, and then you could play like the old school Thorn Elemental and uh, what the, there's Pride, like of the, Lions, Pride of Lions, Pride of Lions, all that. those yeah. shit, yeah. And like it's dealing double. Oh God, fourteen damage to your face. How about that? <laughs> oh God. Uh, so green's really good. Uh, this is probably the best color by far, in my opinion. Yeah, green's the best color. It's, Dear it's Lord, bombs. what There's the hell are they doing? They're making green like, good again. Yeah, yeah, make green good again. It's already good been again. good. good <laughs> it's been good. Now it's been it's good. Insane. It, took, it, it took like a, here's a one or two good cards to set while we up the power level of white, and now here's a bunch of good green cards. Again. So like green just <laughs> J-curve up. Like, oh my god. Like, yeah, the other cards, I'm like, eh, these are good. This has got playable stuff. Like, yeah, blue's doing blue stuff. Black's doing black stuff. Like, white's doing things. Green's just like, I'm just gonna fuck your day up, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just, gonna, just make you, I'm gonna make you hate the game of magic <laughs> with poison counters, and or I'm gonna fulfill the biggest Timmy in everybody. Just play big things. Just play the big stuff. Oh my gosh, I love it. I I I love this so much personally, but I am also gonna hate to play against a lot of the stuff because it's going to happen. You are going to see a lot of the stuff played against you, and you're gonna hate your life. So, yeah, can't wait for that. <laughs> so far, green's the best color for sure, right? Yeah, it's the best one. Uh, so now we will move on to the multi section here. 
Uh, so first of all, we got uh, Malkiter, uh, Purity Overseer. It is one in Azorius, or white and blue, for a 1-1 legendary creature for Extreme Elephant Wizard. When Malkater Purity Overseer enters the battlefield, create a 3-3 colorless Phyrexian Golem artifact creature token. At the beginning of your end step, if three or more artifacts enter the battlefield under your control this turn, create a 3-3 colorless Phyrexian Golem artifact creature token. Did you know there's such a thing as a Phyrexian Elephant Wizard? I, I did not. Uh, there is now, apparently. So this seems really good as an artifact commander, right? Like you just gotta yeah. play, like you just play like dirtily artifacts, like yeah, you know the zero cost or one mana rocks. Yeah, or cheap, just really cheap stuff. You know, yeah. Drop three of them and you're making three threes like crazy. Yep, three threes are good. Seems good. Three threes are you know a good token. Like I mean, it being a one one is what is like meh, but like it makes yeah. a three three when it comes in. And you can keep making three threes, so. Yeah, you just make a little token army. It's, it's not hard to do, especially in artifacts. Good. Yeah, seems, good, seems good to me. Uh, next up, we got uh, new Kaito. So Kaito, the Dancing Shadow. Last saw him in, what, Kamigawa? Yeah, um, a while, yeah. Two uh, blue and a black. Comes in with three loyalty. Has uh, a static ability of whenever one or more creatures you control deal combat damage to a player... You may return one of them to its owner's hand. If you do, you may activate loyalty abilities of Kaito twice this turn rather than once. Okay. okay. So if you hit them directly, you can activate those abilities again if you bounce it to your hand. Uh, plus one, up to one turn, creature can't attack or block until your next turn, so you pass by something. Zero, draw a card. Minus two, create a 2-2 colorless drone artifact creature token with death touch. And when this creature leaves the battlefield, each opponent loses two life and you gain two life. Okay, so it makes a token that you can swing with. They're not going to want to block it. Yeah. Because it's death touch. They take the two. You then bounce it to your hands. The token's gone. They all lose two. You gain two. And then you can activate the ability of Kaito again. Yeah, that seems pretty decent. Yeah, he seems decent. I think he's good in a, a, the, the Rogue's deck, like the unblockable yeah. Rogue's deck. This is kind of what the Rogue deck does. So, And, I mean, he, he has three just, like, good abilities. He only costs four. Yeah. Uh, it's good to get your, like, ninjutsu abilities if you have the ones, like, if you only have one ninjutsu guy and he has, like, one enters do something, like the bounce one or whatever, you can keep replaying that because you could hit him and get it back to your hand. Yeah, he's got a lot going for him, like... Just cheap utility and like good utility too. It's not like you know shitty stuff. Like this is all very good things you can do. Um, yeah, and it's good with ETB abilities too, or leaves the battlefield abilities, or yep, jutsu rose, or if you just want to play them and just keep drawing cards every turn, you can do that. Yeah, it's just simple. It's literally just a drawing machine if you want. Like it costs yeah. nothing to do it. That's kind of nice. So yeah, I always like to see that. And the fact that you can do it twice, even you can draw two cards, like, yep. or draw a card and do something else. Like you know, there's so much potential here. <laughs> you have the unblockable guy that when it deals damage, you draw cards and you draw a card, and then you activate this, draw some more cards. Just draw some more cards. Yeah, seems good. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, we got Vencer Course 
Corpse Puppet. It is Demir, blue-black, for a 1-3 legendary Phyrexian zombie wizard creature. It has lifelink and toxic one. Whenever you proliferate, choose one. If you don't control a creature named the Hollow Sentinel, create the Hollow Sentinel, a legendary 3-3 colorless Phyrexian golem artifact creature token. Target fact artifact... Er, Target artifact creature you control gains flying and lifelink until end of turn. Okay, so this is a, a blue-black artifact creatures matter proliferate deck. Yep. Interesting. It's good to have a proliferate payoff, though. Yeah. Like it actually does something. Yeah, and I mean, and worst case, it's what two for a one three lifelink toxic one. That's still good. Still fine by itself, honestly. For two, like that's not bad at all. Honestly, yeah. I don't know how much support it has to be a proliferate deck, but maybe it is. I mean, there has been plenty of proliferate stuff like in blue, so I feel like blue could definitely support it. I would think. Um, so it's it's probably got some use. For sure. I mean, you'd also want to play playing artifact creatures too. So. Yeah, I mean, you definitely want the payoffs to work. I guess you could play like a blue proliferate and the or proliferate cards, and then like black or just artifacts like modular just, artifacts. Just regular artifacts, yeah. Like, like the art modular shit, ones, and you any can, of that yeah, stuff, yeah. And you can just up all the counters on it. Yep, that works too. And then you just move them around. So yeah, I, I feel like this this has got a lot of potential. It's very cheap too, so it's easy to, easy to do. Uh, next up, we got Kethic the Crucible Goliath. There's two black and a red for a four four Phyrexian Beast. At the beginning of your end step, you may sacrifice another creature. If you do, reveal cards on top of your library until you reveal a non-legendary creature card with lesser mana value. Put it on the battlefield and put the rest of the bottom of your library. So this you have to build around. You're going to want to build like ETB with every mana cost type thing and just keep flipping stuff. Around. Yeah, I just want to keep flipping through. <clears throat> or things with dice triggers, I guess, would work too. So it's kind of like... Almost like a cascade in a way, right? Yeah, basically. Is. Yeah, yeah, basically you set a creature cascade into another creature. Mm-hmm. It's essentially what it is. Uh, and so you're you just know, putting it into play instead of casting it, but yeah. Right. Which is still good, honestly. Um, so yeah, you just sack, sack what you don't want and find something better, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it does it to cost less. So like I said, I think you have to like, build around that fact. Yep. So you're going to want every like mana value. Be like, okay, I'm going to sack my five, get a four, next year I'll sack the four, get a three, next up three, get a two. And hopefully they all have some sort of dies or enter the battlefield. Dies or enters or or sacrifices for some reason or you right. know, all that all that stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, in- interesting uh, concept of a card, and I'm I, I'm sure there's some kind of deck that that can utilize it, but it's very very niche. So uh, yeah, you definitely have to build for it. Uh, next, uh, I think it's a new Planeswalker. I don't remember seeing this one before. Uh, Luca, Bound to Ruin. It is two red hybrid red or green Phyrexian green. (laughs) 
for a legendary planeswalker named Luca with five loyalty counters. Uh, he has the completed, so I uh, can. He comes into play with two fewer if you uh, pay the two life. Uh, has plus one add uh, gruel green red. Spend this mana only to cast creature spells or activate abilities of creatures. And then he has a minus one of create a 3-3 green Phyrexian beast creature token with toxic one. And then he has an alt of minus four. Luca deals X damage divided as you choose among any number of target creatures and or planeswalkers where X is the greatest power among creatures you controlled as long as uh, creatures are... Or- as you control as the activated ability, yeah. Ugh, okay. So basically, if they <laughs> blow up your seven-seven with this on the stack, you'll still do seven. Yeah. So they can't like stop it, basically. All right. Um. So Luca, we last saw in Ikoria. He was. Oh, okay. Yeah, in. it's a ways back. <laughs> yeah. That was his original printing was Ikoria. So he okay. was a new in Ikoria. It's bad. Now I, he's joining the Frixians. Uh, I like the minus one. I'm making a three-three beast. Yeah, with Toxic 1. Seems pretty good. Uh, plus I mean, 1 to... It ramps as well. So yeah, plus, plus 1 to ramp. To Creatures. Which, yeah, if you're playing a creature deck, that's what you're going to do with it. So, yeah, works great. I and then also, the min- minus 4 isn't bad. 4 for an ult is fine. And what it does, if you have big creatures, it's going to do a fair amount of damage, honestly. So... Gotta take some stuff out. Yep. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, next up, we got My Gloss, the Maze Crusher. One red green for a 4 4 legendary creature, Phyrexian Beast. It enters the battlefield with five oil counters on it. And it has pay one, remove an oil counter from it, it gains Vigilance and Menace until turn. Oh, God, okay. It has pay two, remove two oil counters from it, it gets plus two, plus two until the turn. And it has pay three, remove three oil counters from it, destroy target artifact or enchantment. So, in a pro- proliferate deck, this is incredible. Yeah, I mean, but even without, right? Like, it just was yeah. five counters... The best mode is just one for Vigilance Menace. Yeah, one every time. Just every single turn, swing with Vigilance Menace, 4-4. You usually don't care about uh, uh, counters because you're probably going to play it in a deck that can give it counters in the first place. So you're probably going to just do that. And then the three is great if you don't have if, if there's something really crappy on the board that you have to deal with. You don't have to wait for like uh you know a cross and grip or something. You can just kill it with a creature, which is. Right, Pretty and cool. you're probably gonna do the plus two, plus two the least. Like, yeah, that that that's the one I I probably don't, because unless you literally have nothing. Like, yeah, you're only gonna do yeah. that if they try to remove it or something. Right, and you need to buff it. Yeah. But usually, you're gonna have other ways to do that. Um, but yeah, especially in a proliferate deck, this is very good. But on its own, it's also three for a four four again. Good, really good. Yeah, three plus for you can give it medicine shit. That can do stuff. <laughs> Like, it does a lot of things. Like you would even three for a four four, pay three, destroy an Arbiter enchantment, and then still give it vigilance of menace twice in a row. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's good. Yeah. And if it's, it your doesn't even, like, if it's your commander, you just when it runs out of counters, you just keep attacking until they kill it. 
Yeah, and it's like you don't even lose the creature like like where we've seen some where they, like you have to sack it or whatever if it runs out of counters. Right. This just keeps going. Right. It doesn't care. It's still a four four. <laughs> if there was no counters on it, doesn't matter. Still it's a still a four four. Like, yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> it's it's pretty good. I like I like this card. This card this card's very good. Uh, next up we got Melira, the Living Cure. It is. Selesnia, so green white for a 3 3 legendary creature human scout. If you would get one or more poison counters and or what? If you would get one or more poison counters, instead you get one poison counter and you can't get additional poison counters this turn. Oh, I see what they're doing. Okay. So it limits you to one per turn. Yep. So they can't they can't proliferate the crap out of you. Right. Exile Belira, the living cure. Choose another target creature or artifact. When it's put into a graveyard this turn, return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control. It's not bad. So it's like a regeneration on a creature? Yeah, it's kind of like your Safi. It's kind of like Safi, right? Yeah, yeah it's, for, it's a lot like that. It's a little for, it different. nerfs the amount of poison counters you could get. So. Yep. Like, if they attack you with, like, a Toxic 4, you only get one. Yeah, which, that's a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> and they can't, like, proliferate you or something. So all you people that get mad about uh, dying to poison, just play this card. Here you go. This is your counter right here. It's going to help you a lot. And then you can save something, too, by exiling it. If it's your commander, you can keep doing that, because you just exile and put it in the command zone. Yeah, like, oops, oops. <laughs> and it comes right back. It only costs two, so you're going to see it a lot. Yeah. All right, next up we got another Planeswalker, Kaya, the Intangible Slayer. There's three white, white, black, black, so seven mana. Yeah, Legendary Planeswalker, Kaya, with six loyalty. There's a static ability of having Hexproof. Oops. So that's great on a Planeswalker. <laughs> uh, Plus two, each opponent loses three life and you gain three life. That's good. Zero, you draw two cards, then each opponent may scry one. Okay. Okay. Minus three, exile target creature or enchantment. If it wasn't an aura, create a token that's a copy of it, except it's a 1-1 white spirit creature with flying in addition to its other types. Interesting. Okay. All right, so I'm going to get rid of your best creature, and I get a 1-1 Spirit with Flying version. Yeah. Exile your that's... best enchantment and get that. I'm going to yeah. draw some cards, but it, you know, I feel bad about drawing two cards. You guys can scry one. I don't know you guys can scry. But just, <laughs> it costs seven mana. Just just draw two. Don't make them scry. Like, what? <laughs> like why? So, like, the plus two is really good. The plus two is awesome. Yeah, that, that's good. It's yeah. also good that it has Hexproof itself, so they can't just be like, yeah. destroy target Planeswalker. They can just kill it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This had a lot going for it, but eh, it's a little lackluster, especially for the cost. It does cost a lot. I do think that just being the fact that it has hexproof and you can exile stuff, like I mean, so it's basically rem- like you can remove two things, right? Yeah. Like, or you could draw two cards, you know. So, and it's probably going to stick around for at least a turn or two because it has hexproof. Yeah, it's it's hard to deal with for sure. Um, but I think it's still better if you can somehow cheat a planeswalker in. I think. Yeah, if you can cheat it in and not pay seven, 
then yeah, you're gonna have a much better time. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot harder to if you have to keep paying that mana cost. Yeah, crazy. That's, that's a lot of mana. <clears throat> like it's good, it's playable. I just it, like the seven mana is the hard part. Yeah. For when I'm thinking seven mana, I'm thinking like it has a crazy alt or something, you know. Yeah, and like most of the time, I'm not playing. Seven mana cards in my deck unless they win me the game, and this does not. Right, win me this spot, this so. this like does stuff, but it, it's yeah, good, it's not, but it does not win you the game. Not at all. Unfortunate. Uh, next up, we got Raya Iver, Bane of Bladehold. It is two in Orzov or white black for a three four legendary Phyrexian Knight creature with battle cry. So. Been a while since we've seen this uh, ability. Uh, so when this creature attacks, each other attacking creature gets plus one plus one until end of turn. At the beginning of combat on your turn, the next time target creature would deal damage or combat damage to one or more players, this combat prevent that damage. If damage is prevented this way, create that many one one colorless Phyrexian might artifact creature tokens with toxic one, and this creature can't block. So this is like the kind of reverse of Hero of Bladehold in a way. Yeah, so you swing with something, and you're like, okay, this damage this turn is going to be prevented, but I'm going to make that many toxic mites. Yeah. So, so you get pretty... a boatload of mites, and then the next turn you swing with the Battlecry, and all of them are going to get They're just all huge, yeah. We're all going to be two ones of toxic, yeah. Which seems not bad, for sure. That's pretty good. Just flood the field. Flood the field with poison. Yeah, they're, they're gonna they're gonna have to respond to this basically because this is gonna get out of control right. real fast. Yeah, it's so like you could. I mean, if you choose itself, you're gonna get three tokens. Yeah, so. it's not bad. Yep, I think it's pretty good. On the next turn, you probably choose a might. You know, and then it's like, all right, I'm gonna get two might more mites, and the rest of the mites you yep. have to block or take poison. And then if you have like a doubling season or something in play, then it's going to do more than that. So also very good. It's a cool artwork too. Yeah, no, it looks really cool. Uh, next up we got Ovika the Enigma Goliath. There's five blue and a red, so seven mana for a 6-6 six, six legendary creature Phyrexian Nightmare. Uh, it has flying... Ward three and pay three life. Oh dear God! <laughs> Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, create X one one red Phyrexian goblin creature tokens, where X is the mana value of that spell. They gain haste until end of turn. Oh jeez. Okay. So this, is, this good. is so this is good for like this is why it costs seven, right? You play this, yeah. You're gonna win the game by having this out. If you just cast non-creature spells, you get a boatload of hasty tokens. Good luck getting rid of it too, dear lord. Now yeah, you have to pay three mana. You have to pay three life too. Yeah, you have to pay three mana and three life to target. You had to bolt yourself basically to kill this thing. Like, come on. And pay three extra mana. That's awful. <laughs> so, like, the best removal is one with swords. Swords, yeah. So, like swords, you you gotta you gotta pay four mana and three life to remove it. Yeah, and then they gain <laughs> six life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On top of that, or with path they get a land. But like, path to get a land, so that's a little less bad. But oh god, okay. This this is this creature is just oh, it's so. 
<laughs> it's so resentful. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So this, yeah. this, this is close to meaning that if I play this, I'm going to win the game. Because if I play this and it sticks around more than one turn cycle, I'm winning the game. Yeah. Like yeah, more than one. Like, it's gonna, I'm just, I winning. already have seven mana. You're just going to be like, all right, cast up something, cast something, cast something, cast something, yeah. get a boatload of tokens. Especially if it's a, like a spell slinger deck where you're just casting right. spells left and right. Yeah, you're going to get a huge field of stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, they're just not going to be able to deal with it. So that's great. <laughs> yeah, and it's a 6-6 six, six with flying, too. Like, it's got to deal a lot of damage when it swings in. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. All right. Uh, next up, we got Glissa Sunslayer. It is one in Golgori, a black and green, for a 3-3 three, three legendary Phyrexian zombie elf creature with first strike and death touch. Whenever Glissa Sunslayer deals combat damage to a player, choose one. You draw a card and you lose one life. You destroy a target or destroy target enchantment or remove up to three counters from target permanent. Goodbye, oil counters. Buy oil tokens. <laughs> I think the most common one you're going to do is draw a card. Oh, yeah, uh, totally. But a three for a three, three first strike death touch is probably going to get in. So you're going to yep. be able to draw some cards out of it. Yeah, for sure. The, the, honestly, that by itself is good. It's a pretty good value card. Without the other stuff. Yep, it's got tons of value. Love that. Uh, next up, we got another Planeswalker. It's Tyvar, the Jubilant. Is that Brawler? Brawler, Brawler? yeah. Brawler? I'm pretty sure it's Brawler. His, hand, his fist is like covering. <laughs> it's, it's, hard, it's hard to read it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's one black and a green. It's only three mana Planeswalker. Yeah, that's and cheap. So Three loyalty counters. You static ability. You may activate abilities of creatures you control as though those creatures had haste. So you okay. tap the creatures already for abilities. Plus one, untap up to one target creature. Okay, so you can activate an ability twice. Minus two, mill three cards. Then you may return a creature card with mana value two or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. So this seems like a really mini good. Sun Titan almost, yeah. This seems really good with like mana dark elves. Yeah. Because like, oh, they all have haste, and I can tap and untap them, and then I can play them from the graveyard back, and seems good. Or just imagine some like elves, like just elf deck, like yeah, fucking, like heritage druiding and shit, like yeah. Yeah, there's there's so much silly stuff. You can well, just do being able to like I priest of Titania twice because mm-hmm. I plus one, or like and then they kill it, and you're like okay, I have to get it back. <laughs> yeah, I like, minus two to get it back from the grave, and then. Immediately priest again because it has haste. Can I treat abilities at haste? <laughs> I feel like it's very this good al- in elves. Yeah, this is insane in elves. I I feel like this could almost like be a fork for like an infinite mana combo or something. Like because it's like untapping something for free and whatnot. It's like I feel yeah, it like definitely it, helps. I don't know because you can only use the planes. You can only do it once, but. <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like it, it could probably uh, facilitate something like that for sure. Uh, but yeah, there's, Elves loves this. Like, There's so much shenanigans they do with Elves with this. Do, do Well Wisher twice, I gain a bajillion life. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah there's, a, there's a lot of stuff you can do. So yeah. And it's so cheap. Like, it's, it's a cheap card. Yeah, it costs so. three. 
yeah, can't say much more than that. Like that's just really good. Uh, next up, we got Jor Kadine, first Gold Warden. Uh, it is Boros, or red and white, for a 2-2 legendary human rebel creature with trample. Whenever Jor Kadine, first Gold Warden, attacks, it gets plus X plus X until end of turn, where X is the number of equipped creatures you control. Then if Jor Kadine's power is greater than four, is four or greater, draw a card. This is okay. Like... Most of the time, you don't spread your equipment around. You just kind of Voltron it. Yeah. Um, and if you put it all on this, it's going to get plus one, plus one, and then you're going to draw a card. It's going to trample. Which, that's fine. Like That's probably what you're going to usually end up doing, I think. Where this could be good is if you played, like, a four Mirrodin deck. Yeah. And played, like, everything in the set that is cheap and comes in with the 2-2 on it, or... A, Stuff and this is just gonna. It. This just. And gets then you can swing, and this gets huge. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't. I, it's we'll have to see. I don't think there's a ton of support for it. I think it's like a, a medium card, mediocre card. Yeah. I think it's fine for just being a two-two with trample that can draw you, if it's bigger. Right. That's probably going to use it for more. I think. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's the more common use case. Yeah. And that's fine, for its cost. Uh, next up, we got Nahiri. Completed Nahiri. Uh, so we got one, a red, a Phyrexian hybrid red-white, uh, or and a white, and it goes with five counters, or if you did the completed, it is three. Uh, it's plus one. Until your next turn, up to one target creature attacks a player each combat, if able. Okay. <laughs> plus one. Discard a card, then draw a card. And zero, exile, turn a creature or an equipment card with mana value less than Nahiri's loyalty from your graveyard. Create a token that's a copy of it. That token gains haste. Exile at the end step. Jeez. Okay, so only pluses. That was fun to see that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, realistically, you're probably just going to play this for three and two life most of the time. Like, yeah, I think so. Honestly, the zero is okay. The best is the discard draw. Yeah, discard draw is very the good. The zero is like, okay, you blew up my sword. I can bring my I'm sword back for I'm just going to get my sword back now. Oops. Yeah, for one turn, because then it gets exiled. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Or you can, you know, make something you have to attack. Yeah. She's okay. I can see her being played. Yep. Definitely is better than an equipment-based deck where you can actually use the zero. Yeah, it's, def- <clears throat> it's definitely made for that. I mean, you it could play it in a deck where you just want to loot over and over as well. But Yeah. I mean, it's Nahiri, so I mean, that's kind of what she's been for in the past, so <clears throat> which makes sense. Uh, but yeah, it's got some use for sure. Uh, oh, interesting. We have a uh, new Azuri. Uh, Azuri Stalker of Spheres. Uh, it is two uh, green and blue uh, for a 3-3 legendary Phyrexian elf warrior creature. When Azuri Stalker of Spheres enters the battlefield, you may pay three. If you do, proliferate twice. Whenever you proliferate, draw a card. 
So that's another proliferate payoff. Nice. That's some. Big, that's a big payoff too. I don't know how much how often you're going to pay seven to proliferate twice. I feel like you're more likely to play this than just play some of the card once you proliferate. You yeah. That's good. I mean, you could build a proliferate dot deck with this and just draw a bunch. Yep. It's going to be a big uh, draw engine for you if you have the right kind of deck for it. You're just going to keep drawing. So, yeah, that's, that's 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 good. Uh, next up, we got a new Atraxa. Atraxa, the Grand Unifier. It is three green, white, blue, black. So, seven mana for a 7-7 seven, seven, Phyrexian Angel. Let's your creature. Flying, Vigilance, Death Touch, Life Link. When Atraxa, Grand Unifier, enters the battlefield, reveal the top ten cards of your library for each card type. You may put a card of that type from among the revealed cards into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Card types are Artifact, Battle, Creature, Enchantment, Instant Land, Planeswalker, and Sorcery. So from reading this, it sounds like they're going to get rid of Tribal and make some new thing in a future set called Battle. Yeah, whatever whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> uh, but basically, you're revealing top ten, and you can put you know an artifact creature enchantment at instant to land a planeswalker sorcery in your hand. Yep, um, and battle, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, flying... odds are you're going to hit a couple of those. Yeah, flying vigilance, death touch, life link. That's a lot of keywords. Yeah, I think the, does the I think the original tracks has all those keywords too. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since I looked at it, so I, I don't know. But Yeah. I think the other yeah. one's better in this set because the other one proliferates, I think. <laughs> oh, that, that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's got some card draw in there. Okay, yeah, it's just more card draw. And it's a 7-7. Uh, big 7-7. Yeah. Big, big boy 7-7. Seven, seven. If you're playing those colors, uh, it might be good for you. Uh, so that's the multi-cards. Uh, definitely some powerful stuff in here. Yeah, lots of good multi-colored cards. Lots of Planeswalkers. Yep. Always good to see some really good Planeswalkers, too. Uh, some good utility. Um, and a lot of just, yeah, just a lot of pieces that really make some of these decks run the, that are involved included in here. So be interesting to see. Lots of cool commander as well. Yep, some good commander possibilities for sure. All right, uh, so now we are on to the artifacts. Uh, first to go, we got Argentum Ma- Massacre. Uh, it is five for a 5 5 artifact uh, Phyrexian Massacre creature with first strike and protection from multicolored. At the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice Argentum Massacre unless you discard a card. When you discard a card this way, destroy target Donnellan permanent and opponent controls with mana value less than or equal to the mana value of the discarded card. Okay, so it sucks that you have to discard a card. It's like if you don't have any yeah. discard, you're going to lose your card. But you get to blow up stuff for whatever you discard. Yeah, so you're 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 just in your every turn you're just destroying their stuff basically. Yeah, I mean, you're probably going to pitch your lands first to be like, "All right, to pitch a land that can blow up a token or something." But Yeah. I mean, unless they have something, you're like, right, "I'll pitch this big thing, destroy your thing." Mhm. It seems okay. It's an okay card. 
Yeah, it's a fine trade-off. You're just going to get one for one on everything, basically. Yeah. Until you run out of cards in your hand, and then... Yeah, then you just lose your creature. (laughs) That kind of sucks, but... In a blue deck where you draw cards, this might be all right. Yeah. Yeah, if you have a ton of card draw, you probably don't care, but... Depends, I guess. Uh, next up, we got Graz, the Unstoppable Juggernaut. All right, big ass <laughs> Yeah. Eight mana for a seven-five legendary artifact creature, Juggernaut. Juggernauts you control attack each combat if able. Juggernauts you control can't be blocked by walls. Other creatures you control have base power and toughness five-three and become Juggernauts in addition to other types. Juggernaut deck, anybody? <laughs> Yeah, Juggernaut <laughs> Commander. Let's go. All my, all my creatures, Juggernauts. That's, That's crazy, awesome. though, because you can, if this is your commander, you can play like Ornithopter. My Ornithopter's now a yeah. Juggernaut. And it's a 5-3 base toughness and yeah. power. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that seems good. Because nothing, literally, to play. <laughs> and they have flying. Oops. <laughs> It seems like a fun deck. I mean, you'd have to yeah. have a lot of mana rocks to ramp into the eight mana. Yeah, uh, you're you're probably gonna want to play like you know Urza, Tron, and you know stuff like that. Because, like, to, especially like, since like you can swing with everything, and they can just blow this up in response. Yeah, and then all your stuff is not. That would suck. <laughs> you probably want to get something that gives it hexproof or something like that. So that yeah, or indestructible happen. or something. <laughs> or yeah. indestructible. Yeah. Uh yeah, fun idea though. Uh, this this is just this just seems like a fun deck. So it seems like a meme fun meme deck. Yeah. Yeah. Juggernauts. I always love that. Uh, all right. Next we got Moran Safe House. It is three for an artifact. As long as Moran Safe House is on the battlefield, it has all activated abilities of all land cards in all graveyards. Wow. So that's good if someone blows up your cradle or blows up someone's cabal yeah. coffers. This now has those abilities. Yeah, and it's not just yours; it's everybody's. It looks yeah. like so. Oh, that's pretty my, sick. You blew up my Caracas and Maze of Ith? Well, now I have an artifact that has. No, now I have all of them. Oops. <laughs> now you get to deal with it. Yeah, if your if your play group plays with a lot of fancy lands with different abilities, you probably play this in your deck. Yep, yep, this is going to be a nice If they addition. don't, you're not going to play this. Yeah, this is useless then. <laughs> At the very least, your deck has to have some. Yeah, it seems it actually seems pretty good in uh, just like a Lands Matters deck that's your own. Because, like, you know, you could yeah. Wasteland stuff off and then you could use this ability or you could sack Lands off or whatever and then bring them back, yep. use their abilities. <laughs> It's fine in like a Life of the Lum deck or something like that too. So Yeah. Alright, next up we got Monument to Perfection. Cost two for an artifact. Just an artifact. It has pay three taps. Search your library for a basic sphere or locus land card. Reveal it and put it into your hand and shovel. So you can get a basic land card. A sphere is the new land card types that Come in tap, then you can sacrifice them to draw. And then Locust lands with like the Cloud Posts. The Cloud Posts, Glimmer Posts, yeah. Yeah. And then Pay 3, Monument to Perfection, becomes a 9-9 Phyrexian Construct Artifact Creature, loses all abilities, and gains Indestructible and Toxic 9. 
Oh, Activate God. this only if they are nine or more lands with different names among basic sphere and locust lands you control. Okay, so that's kind of hard to pull off, but if you do, uh, you win, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it only gives them nine points of counters, but yeah. You, you basically win. You basically win, yeah. <laughs> it is a 9-9. Nine, nine. Like, come on. <laughs> Seems like a sweet deck. Like, you're just going to play... Yeah. Like, you're, you're going to play, like, five-color artifact locust sphere lands I mean, it's. It, I feel like it would. Be, it it kind of like an. It's like a Voltron deck in a way, but it's just Voltron on its own. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> obviously would need something else in the deck. It was just like part of your strategy, right? Yeah, this is. It doesn't, just, it doesn't do anything after you have a nine nine, like. Yeah. You you need a way to to you, get. You need there. like you need to play the game until the point where you get. Yeah. There. Once once you get there, yeah, sure. Then you play this and win, but you gotta you gotta make it that far first, and that's uh that's not exactly an easy condition to hit. So uh you're yeah you're you're really gonna have to build for it if you're trying for it. Uh, but yeah, this is cool. Uh, next we got Soulless Jailer. It is two for an artifact Phyrexian Golem creature that's a zero four. Permanent cards in graveyards can't enter the battlefield. Players can't cast non-creature spells from graveyards or exile. So uh, this shuts off all shenanigans, basically. Yeah, don't play this against me. I will not like it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to hate it. I play a lot of graveyard decks. <laughs> Just shuts it off. So uh, much it, hate. Yeah, it's it's it hates against graveyard decks, so you're gonna play it in against those, otherwise you're not. Mm-hmm. It hates against graveyards and it hates it against like wishes and that kind of stuff too. And flashback like, and all that. Flashback, yeah. all that stuff. Yep, that's uh, a nice sideboard. Uh, next up, we got staff of completion. Ooh, new staff. Right. Yep. Three mana for artifact. Three mana for <laughs> artifact. It is tap, pay one life, destroy target permanent you own. Okay. Tap, pay two life, add a mana of any color. Tap, pay three life, proliferate. Tap, pay four life, draw a card. Pay five, untap it. So it's like staff of Dom, but you have to keep paying life instead yep. of to do things. Uh, it definitely does a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know when you'd want to blow up your own thing, but uh, maybe if you have dies triggers, you want to hit some yeah, dies triggers, possibly. Or you have the thing that's about to kill you with all the oil counters running off. Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> but is it is it worth it to pay four life draw a card? <clears throat> I don't know. Is it worth that it seems to pay like a three lot. life and proliferate? I don't even know if it's worth it to pay two life to add mana. It's one of any color, granted, but yeah, and you can, I mean, you can, and you can pay five to untap it. So if you have some infinite mansion, but it's like, why would I want to pay all this life to activate these abilities? Yeah, it's a it lot doesn't of seem that life. good to me. <clears throat> I mean, sure, life is a resource, but this is some of these are a lot of life. Like I might, I'm okay. I might consider paying the four life draw card if I'm playing like mono white. Yeah, you and I don't have cards. Yeah. But like if I'm like in a black deck, I'm not playing this like at all. Yep. 
a blue deck, I have better rated draw cards. Because the draw card's the best mode, right? I mean, proliferate is pretty good, too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's worth three life, though. Three life is so much. I don't think mana's worth two life. Blowing up your own thing for one life could be worth it, but I don't. You need some weird combo with that. Depending on what the card is. Yeah. Uh, So, I'd have to. (laughs) Someone would have to show me some busted combo. I'd have to see this on board with it. Um, yeah, in game to see how it really. As of right now, I'm thinking this is the mythic rare you do not want to open. Yeah, it seems... There's always one you don't really want. It seems okay, but... Yeah, I'm just not seeing it. Like, it looks... On paper, it looks like it has all this stuff that it can do. Like, it looks good, it's flexible, it can do all these things, but it's like, how much life do I really want to pay to do all that stuff? Even, like... Like, Sylvan Library, yeah, you're... Like, Sylvan Library, you're paying for to draw a card, I guess, but you get two cards for that, and it's only two mana. two. Right. It's, I don't know. We'll have to, this is a wait and see card for sure. Yeah. We'll have to see what happens with it. Uh, next, oh, we got a sword, guys. Uh, sword of Forge and Frontier. It is three, like any sword, for an artifact that's an equipment. Equipped creature gets plus two, plus two, and has pro red and green, as you would expect. And it's equipped is also two, as you would also expect. And then its ability is whenever an equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, exile the top two cards of your library. You may play those cards this turn. You may play an additional land this turn. So impulse card draw, you get to play an additional land. Play an additional land. But you expect red and green. green. Yep. Makes sense to me. <laughs> Seems like a good card to me. It's a sword. I mean, yep. what what'd you expect? <laughs> Another color pair sword. They're slowly. I don't know if we have them all made yet or not. But uh, I, I think we're close. We're, we're <laughs> definitely getting there. Yeah, we'll love to see it. Uh, next up, we got the Tablet of Completion. Two mana for an artifact for tap. It has tap, put an oil counter on it. Tap, add a waste. Activate only if it has two or more oil counters. Pay one, tap it, draw a card. Activate only if it has five or more oil counters. So if you're in like a proliferate deck, this could be okay. Yeah, I mean, if you could pay two, tap, put an oil on it, proliferate, and then you're tapping it as a mana rock, and then eventually yeah. you get the five and can start drawing cards with it, that's fine. Yeah, if you're that's a proliferate fine. Deck. Yeah. Otherwise, Otherwise bad, right? Like, it's take two, forever. Yeah. like two, under two play this, wait five turns, four turns. Just to, start drawing to draw cards. a card. Yeah. Like, That's not amazing. I feel like <laughs> like if you were if that was the case, you would maybe play it as the rock because you just only have to tap it twice. But yeah. The draw that's, card is what you want, right? Like, yeah, that's definitely what you want. So because just it's literally just one and tap it. Like that's really good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I feel like in a prol- you really only want to play this on like a prol- proliferation deck. That's the only real way this is going to be good. Yeah. Uh. Next we have the filigree silex. It is two for a legendary artifact. Tap it. Put an oil counter on the filigree silex. Tap it. Sacrifice filigree silex. Destroy each non-land permanent with many value. 
equal to the number of oil counters on the filigree silex. Tap it, remove 10 oil counters from among permanents you control, and sacrifice the filigree silex. It deals 10 damage to any target. So, at worst case, this is like a ratchet bomb, right? Because ratchet yeah. bombs like tap, put a counter on, and eventually you blow up everything equal to the counters. Right. Or uh, explosives, but yeah. if you have a deck built around oil counters, you could have a few permanents out, and you just have to remove 10 total counters from all of your stuff and deal 10 damage for two. Seems good. So it's pretty good, yeah. So that's late game, that could be good. Cost. Yep, yep. I feel like that's the better build around ability than just having like another yeah. ratchet bomb effect. It's ratchet bomb on its own is kind of. Eh. It's mad. It's an okay card. And the, the, and like we have explosives. Like now, it's played in modern, better, so like engineer explosive is like better, right? Because you just play it as the cost. You don't have to wait forever to put it where you want it, so. right? I mean, with proliferate, you can make it count up faster too. But right, yeah, I mean that helps obviously. But you're definitely playing this for the last effect. I feel where you're just gonna, I snipe it for ten. It makes it so much better. Ten to someone's face for two, two to two minutes. Yeah, it's good. Ten to someone, ten to someone's like planeswalker, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, that's that's what you're gonna want to do. All right, next up we got the Zenith Chronicler. Two mana for a 3-1 artifact creature, Phyrexian Construct. Whenever a player casts their first multicolor spell each turn, each other player draws a card. Okay, so (laughs) multi-hate. That's interesting. (laughs) Here you go. You didn't play multi. You draw. (laughs) You played a multicolor spell. Everyone draws. Yep. That's kind of funny. Uh, so yeah, especially if you're like an artifact deck, you're going to love this because <laughs> you're not going to make people drop, but it's, they it's, a, me- it's a mediocre card. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could play this if you're an artifact deck too, just to draw some cards and we could play stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not bad, but you know, it's, it's fine, I guess. So, uh, that's artifacts. Um, yeah, there's some. We have a sword. That's cool. Yeah, the sword is the best one. Obviously, this is gonna be the best one. The Miran safe house is pretty cool. Solus Jailer is a really good sideboard card. J- the Juggernaut's just fun. I mean, yeah, I kind of <laughs> want to build the deck just for the memes. I just like, want to just just see for the walls. Like, that's a card. I mean, I just play a completely colorless deck, then though. But yeah, <laughs> seems interesting. All right, so let's move on to the lands here. All right, it looks like we have the aggro lands we made. Yes, we do. So that's, you want to read what the first one does? Yep, so we have Seacrum Coast. Uh, so if you weren't around for, I think these were Besieged was when these were first. Uh, uh, or, or Scars, oh, Scars, when the original aggro lands are made. So Seacrum's Coast is, it enters the battlefield tapped unless you control two or fewer other lands. And it taps for a plains or a island. Yeah, and then we got the Dark oh, Shores is the blue black. Black Cliff Black Cliff Clips is red red black. Copper Line Gorge is red green. Razor Verge Thicket is green white. Yep, they all do the same thing. Now the next land we have, it's a new one, called Mirex. It is a land with the sphere subtype. Remember that was mentioned earlier. 
Yep. Um, it has tap at a waist. It has tap at a man of any color. Activate only if Mirix entered the battlefield this turn. So the turn you play, it can add a man of any color. It has pay three tap it. Create a one one Frixian might artifact creature token with toxic one. This creature can't block. That's really good. That's sick, honestly. So it creates dudes, and then it can also uh, give you color when it first comes into play, and then just and then colorless just otherwise. Yeah. yeah, which yeah, that's that's a versatile land. That's that's pretty cool. cool yep. Uh, then we got the monumental facade. It is another sphere land. Uh, the monumental facade enters the battlefield with two oil counters on it. It has tap, add a waste, and it also has tap, remove an oil counter from the monumental facade, put an oil counter on target artifact or creature you control, activate only as a sorcery. So uh, this aids your oil token creatures or permanents, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it itself just has two oil counters, so it's too closer for that thing needing ten to face someone. Yeah, just face someone. <laughs> Uh, next up, we got the Mycosynth Gardens, another sphere land. There's tap at a waste. Pay one, tap it, add a man of any color. Pay X and tap it. The Mycosynth Gardens becomes a copy of target non-token artifact you control with mana value X. Okay. So I could pay one, tap this, and I now have another Sol Ring. Yeah, that seems really good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, or it is zero, a lot of... zero tap this. I know of another mana crypt. Yeah, <laughs> also very good. <laughs> so it seems good at copying your mana rocks. Yeah, very good. Yeah, your like arcane signets, your whatever else, or you could have a copy of something else. You know that you're. You could yeah. You really some, you could pay like eleven copy your own plate steel. But, like, yeah, you could do something like that. that. You win the game when you have one on yeah. the field. I feel like you're playing with some land spot. You're more likely to copy one of your rocks with it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and finally, we have the Seed Core, which is another sphere land. Uh, tap it to add a waste. It has tap it, add one mana of any color, spend this mana only to cast Phyrexian creature spells. And then it has Corrupted, where uh, so when that happens, tap Target 1-1 one, one creature gets plus 2, plus 1 until end of turn. Activate only if an opponent has 3 or more poison counters. So you can make your mites into 3-2s. Yep. Which is pretty cool. Or any other tokens you might have. Uh, so there we go. That is the whole set of rares and mythics, at least. Yeah, so uh, obviously if you guys want to pick up any of these cards, check out the TCG Player affiliate yeah. link in the show notes. In the link. Or the notes, yes. It's also on the website. Description, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> um, yes, indeed. Uh, so this is going to be a really fun set. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this set. Yeah, we're cool. actually going to be we're going to be drafting this, I believe, right? Or no, that was, that was Brothers War. Never mind. Yeah, we're drafting Brothers War tomorrow. We're not doing this one. Uh, but we will <laughs> be doing this one at some point, probably. Yeah. Well, once this comes out, we'll probably be... Yeah, this is going to be fun as hell. The pre-release is in like a week, so... Yep. I'll be definitely drafting it at Arena, for sure. At the very least, yes. It's going to be a fun draft. 
Uh, there's a lot of good stuff in here. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that I want to put in some of my commander decks that are also in here. So a lot of, a lot of stuff to look forward to. Uh, it's a pretty sick set. Yeah, and uh, have a good one, everybody. Yeah, with that, we will see you on the next one.